He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was Cam Cam giving us yet another cringe moment on stage. She's really good at doing that. You got to be good at some things. Oh, she's the best. She's she's a gold medalist at, at cringiness. She she really is. Well, she had some other interesting comments um, at that same event right there. She wasn't done. She also said this about climate change and some problems that it was causing. Take a listen. You know, I've heard young leaders talk with me about a, a term they've coined called climate anxiety. Period. Right? Which is fear of, of, of the future and the unknown, of whether it makes sense for you to even think about having children, whether it makes sense for you to think about aspiring to buy a home, because yep. what will this climate be? Uh, all right. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, climate, first of all, the term climate anxiety. Can we talk about that? And and then not having children because of said climate anxiety? I, I don't... I, look, there's a, there's a lot of reasons actually out there for people to consider not having kids right now. A lot of them because of what this administration's doing to this country and the path that they have us on. But I, I'm not sure climate change is one of those reasons to stop. And 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 there's enough anxiety and troubles in this country as it is. Can we stop making up new forms of anxiety? Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason why there's climate anxiety is because there's climate bullying from the left that has started since the late 1960s that you know, we talk about it all the time. It came you know, into the 70s with the coming ice age, then it came, then it turned into, you know, global warming, the hole in the ozone layer, acid rain, you know, all these spooky little things that are happening. You had Al Gore saying that by 2015, that Florida and Manhattan would be underwater. None of this is happening. You know, the Obama Siah and his husband bought waterfront <laughs> property. Nancy Pelosi has purchased waterfront property. Yeah. If these global elites who are pushing climate change actually believe that the seas are going to rise, they'd be moving to Colorado. They'd be moving to somewhere in the Swiss Alps to avoid being flooded out. But no, they're spending millions and millions of dollars to buy beachfront property. That tells you all you need to know. It does. The, the First of all, Pelosi, who slams, you know, Florida and <clears throat> conservatives all the time, the fact that she's here and are buying a property here right on the beach, coming to a state she loathes and picks on all the time is one thing. But then, yeah, to your point, and we've brought it up in the show before, you're if, if this was, if you were really concerned about this, if what you, if you meant what you said from the podium— you wouldn't be you wouldn't be doing that and it is it's such a it's it, like and that's a great icebreaker conversation too for cuz we all have some whack job liberal friends who are buying into all this who still believe i remember being taught that in middle school i remember my teacher who taught it she was a great lady misguided but but she, if if someone's still believing that be like okay then nancy pelosi is a big voice for you guys in the left right she's there why would she be buying a house right on the eastern seaboard of Florida, which is was supposed to be partially gone by now. Right. 
Well, and also one of the more sinister things that uh, Kamala said about this, about, you know, children questioning the fact that they want to have kids themselves or the potential uh, uh, of buying a house. Okay, let's take—why would she say not having children? Because, okay, you've laid out the trap saying—you've told all these kids that you've brainwashed that the world is ending because of mankind. And the worst thing you can do is bring another useless eater into the world being a child. So right now—so as it is, the decline in our population is going down— by people who were born and raised here. They've, we've stopped having kids at the rate that we've had in past generations. A lot of that has to do with this sort of climate anxiety hesitancy about having a family and children. And it's all brought on by these elites. And now they've taken it a step further. Not only is it you know, the heterosexuals that you have to go after, but it's also people at a younger age who's, who may be questioning their own sexuality. And I don't even know why an eight or nine-year-old is questioning their own sexuality other than that they're playing pretend. But now you're making this mad push to start mutilating a segment of the population that will never, ever be able to procreate or reproduce or, or make people. Yeah. And they, so they're getting them at a young age to mutilate themselves and also the ones who don't mutilate themselves, convincing them that their mere existence is help is helping to contribute, contribute to the annihilation of the planet. And it's incumbent upon them not to reproduce if yeah. you want to save the planet. That is the most diabolical and sinister thing I have ever seen. For You couldn't even write this in a James Bond movie for a villain. And all at the same time, they're pushing this down the throats of our kids who live here. We're bringing in a whole new crop of people, millions upon millions of people with open borders. So... Yeah. You don't have to be a genius or a conspiracy theorist to start connecting the dots. No, if you actually look at it, that's the thing, is, is if you just get the bullet points or just give someone a title of, of you know, a synopsis summary of what you just said, some of them are going to think you're batshit crazy. But then you you kind of start outlining how they're doing it, and you see, and you listen to these 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 kids, and not just the young kids, but folks in Gen Z and, and some of the different— uh, pop portions of the population that are that are tearing us apart is you you hear their concerns and it's all the ones you talked about they are they are fully on board with all those thoughts oh my god we're we're the worst I mean they hate our country they hate themselves they're so mad at themselves for being white for being a useless eater for contributing to climate change so it is I mean it, all those things are true it just sounds it's, it's like you said. You, you 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 can't write this kind of crazy. It sounds that crazy, but it's actually it's actually happening, and but, it's wild. And by the way, making humans is so fun. But I'm not so sure I want those people who buy into that <laughs> stuff actually making humans. We don't need more of you, right? But then she also talked about buying a house. That what does that play into? You know, if you're convincing people not to buy property, and buying property or a home is the the greatest source of wealth that you have. It's something that you can pass on to to your next generation if they're able to pay the taxes, the property taxes on it, which is a whole other subject that you know we could get into about what you know is there really such a thing such thing as private property in the United States? 
which for, we had that conversation here the other day. Yeah. yeah, but what she's doing is she's setting the table to say renting is okay. And that's also part of the WEF agenda of these 15-minute cities, everybody living on top of each other, not owning anything, and you will be happy. Of course. No, we hear we talk about it all the time. We hear it all the time. Um but I want to squeeze this in because we've got a guest coming up here in a second, and and I, I want to get to this part before we do. Because you had Biden, who's just kind of sticking with this administration. We're going to depart from Tom's property tax. We'll get into his property tax <laughs> thing at a later point, I promise you. Some of I can see people out there. Tell me more. Uh, we will. Uh, but right now, I want to show you this because sticking with this administration, you had Biden, who was meeting with socialist Brazilian President Lula da Silva, and here's what happened as they left the podium, if you haven't seen this. Take a look. <laughs> I, this go, let's go back, scroll it back, because I love, for those of you listening, driving in your car, you're over in X spaces and whatnot, uh, Biden just, he shakes the one hand, dude's hand, but does not shake President uh, Lula da Silva's hand. And you can see it, and then he just bolts and heads off the stage, opposite direction, which I don't know if that was correct or incorrect, whatever, doesn't matter. But Lula, Lula literally, like, looks at his hand and just like, what the, whatever. Yeah, which is funny because at the beginning of this press conference or whatever this was, there was video of Biden coming out from the opposite side of the stage and almost knocking over the, the flags. Flag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you would... You know, if you've been on stage before, you normally enter one side of the stage and exit the same side of the stage that you entered from. <laughs> not Where, Joey Boy. Yeah, not Joey Boy. And plus, who is he saluting? We don't know. The, <laughs> apparently, the audience. Not going to shake this guy's hand, even though you guys have so much in common. You both hate your people. Yeah. You're, you both have socialist tendencies. Uh, I wish Lula would have done this, done one of these. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's he is a scumbag, too. Um, What a corrupt individual he is. Oh, they both the two of the biggest pigs on the planet sharing one stage. Yeah, quite the quite the scene. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We've got a lot we're going to get into today. We're going to get into Merrick Garland, who was grilled on the Hill yesterday. We've got what only can be called an invasion happening on our southern border. We know that. We've talked about it a lot, but we're going to show some more stuff. There's obviously lots of hubbub right now about Eagle Pass. We're going to talk about Eagle Pass. We're going to have plenty of discussion on that. There's a butthole sculpture that's causing some concern. Finally. (laughs) Tom's been waiting for this for so long. Your, Your moment is here, my friend. It's here. Uh, it's celebrating AIDS, and I love that we 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 gave it to to Chad and 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 played it on Roundup last night. But I just thought we had to to play it because I love that they're saying, <laughs> I forget what they even described. We'll we'll show it later. What they think it looks like. It's like no, that's a that is that is a butthole. Like that's <laughs> it, it, you're yeah. talking about this topic, and and then you make it look like this, and you're trying to say it's, stop it. Like it's just that's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, And then we've got Rumble, who, of course, is standing up to the United Kingdom right now over this whole Russell Brand controversy. We'll talk about that. We've got plenty of other stories. It's Thursday, which is our Friday. So we'll be doing That's Meme-tastic later on in the show. We've literally got a ton to get to. Hang with us. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk central bank digital currencies. Uh, We got a small win 
this week on those, but collectively we have a long way to go. We'll talk about it on the other side of this break. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember... The land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465.
You know, we play that commercial all the time, and I just was thinking about it. I'm I'm in the midst of writing this book on on Shafi, um, and I when I write books, I listen to like soundtracks and stuff like that. Like we and we help make that commercial uh, with with our partners AAA and American Alternative Assets. And that song actually kind of gets me going. I'm like thinking like going back into writing mode there. Um, but I digress. Uh, real quick, ex-space folks, we're going to come to you here shortly, so hang with us. Uh, in, in about 12, 15 minutes, we're going to be heading into the space uh, to get your comments, questions, have some fun conversations. It can be about what we're about to discuss, central bank digital currencies, the digital dollar. It can be about Cam Cam, Joe, your favorite soup recipe, your uncle... <laughs> It's going to come up with a good name. I can't come up with a good uncle name right now. I digress. The House Financial Services Committee responded this week. They had open discussions on the digital dollar with the hearing. That hearing was actually last week. They approved a bill this week to prevent the Fed from creating U.S. Central Bank Digital Currency, or CBDCs. The bill will now advance to the House of Representatives. Not so sure it's going to go anywhere. Here to give his take, talk about this and so much more is American Alternative Assets Precious Metals Specialist Michael Christian. Welcome back, Michael. So glad to have you. Nice to see you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's Thursday. It's our Friday around here. We love having you around. So it's this is all working out pretty good. Uh, so real quick, and not real quick, so we're going to talk about it more. You you. You had this kind of, can we call it a temporary win uh, from the House Financial Services Committee this week where, where you saw some level-headed people make a level-headed decision and say, we're going to ban these. Is What's your kind of quick view on that? And then we'll get more into depth on it. Well, right today, Citibank came out with a digital currency that moved into effect in a pilot. So I don't know. Uh, it looks like the digital currencies are moving forward regardless. Um, you know, 114 countries around the world representing 98% of the world's GDP are moving into digital assets. And our, com our country's, you know, leaders are framing it like we want to be competitive uh, on that front. So it's hard to say what's really going on. Yeah, well, and I think, look, again, to keep it in perspective, the, the, the House Financial Services Committee this week, who, who passed it at committee level, that's all that happened. It demonstrated there was people who were opposed to it, have concerns with it. It's not going to make it all the way through all the steps. Uh, and we know where our government stands on it. And, 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 and my audience knows where I stand on them. I'm vehemently opposed to them. But you've got a lot of folks saying central bank digital currencies, saying that they're the future. You've got others, like the folks who voted in the, the committee this week, saying they're a threat. <laughs> Where do you stand on all this? I know we've talked about it, but with, with some of these new things and that Citibank stuff is, is news to me today, where are you at? Well, to me, there's a lot of risk involved. I mean, first of all, it can be hacked. They're saying, you know, they're saying, uh, you know, that it's a secure alternative to cash, but it can be easily hacked, for one. Swift, the Swift system was hacked, and they're not telling us all the risk. You know, they're saying, you know, it could stop dangerous criminals who like the untraceability that they have with cash, but there's a darker side to track and control your spending. 
and they can, the Fed can easily manipulate monetary policy. You know, typically there's a lag time when they make monetary policy. It takes 12 to 18 months till you feel it in your pocket. With the digital currency, it'll be instantaneous. So they can create, here's a real risk, they can create negative interest rates. So now, not only between the inflation and all the dollar printing, can you not keep up with your purchasing power, but you won't be able to keep your principal. Yeah. Digital currency, you'll have to be forced to spend because it costs money to keep it in the bank. So, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. So if you, you got to put your money into something solid. That's why we really are helping people get gold, physical gold, because it's, uh, it keeps your wealth. Very simple. Well, last time we had you on too, you were talking about that, and you and you gave some amazing historical stats. I want to come back to it. I want to get to that. But I, but I, you brought up you said something there too about how this can be hacked. And going to the digital currencies, it can be hacked, and there's all sorts of security concerns with it. You've got folks on the left. Their arguments are that it streamlines things, it makes it super simple, reduces cost combats you know illegal activities all of those things uh, now obviously usually most of what they say on the left isn't very smart uh and it's usually pretty damn misleading which is the case here too uh, how do you think that i mean other than convenience which i think is going to be one of the ways they get individuals on board with this which is how they get individuals on board with so many things in this country as well as pulling emotional heartstrings how do you think they're going to try and convince people to to go along with this well, it's going to happen little by little. I mean, first of all, you know, it's like the frog in the boiling water. You know, it's like first they're going to, you know, they're going to run cash and digital at the same time until there's, a, there's enough participation in digital. And they'll kind of wean you off cash, like the frog in the boiling water. If you boil frog in water, they, he doesn't even know it's getting hot. Right. It, well, you know it, he's being boiled. So. Uh, it'll be, you know, and they wean you off and they'll go all digital and it's all traceable. That's where, and where's the freedom in that? You know, unless you have wealth outside the system, I'm going to say it again, like gold, the central bank will have full control over your life. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and there's a lot of people recognize that there's a lot of people in the audience who recognize that have gold and silver, maybe don't have enough of it. Maybe you're thinking of doing more, but uh, I mean, go back to that. One of the, one of the, maybe it was the last time, maybe it was a couple times uh, ago when we were, we had you on and talking economy and talking precious metals and so many other things. But historically speaking, it's crazy to see the trends with gold uh, as they kind of parallel, uh, not parallel, but contrast with, with different dips in, in the economic sector throughout. Well, yeah, I mean, look, in 1971, we got off the, uh, uh, gold standard when we had record inflation. You know, we got off the gold standard. We became a fiat currency backed by nothing. We got onto the petro system where we gave military support to OPEC countries in return for them pricing oil in terms of U.S. dollars, and we became the world's reserve currency. Now we have record inflation, dollar devaluation, and uh, it, and a real plan to move into a digital system. I don't know whether it's gonna happen. I know as much as anyone else, but I'm seeing things moving along right behind the scenes uh, to move us into another currency. Gold has outlasted all currencies in the history of man. All fiat currencies, which means backed by nothing, end up in a museum. Gold is real money. And to prove it, you know, before he invaded Ukraine, Putin put his assets into gold. China's buying gold. Saudi Arabia joined the BRICS union. They could reprice, you know, potentially reprice oil in terms of gold. So there's a real, uh, there's, you know, they're really showing they're looking to dump the U.S. dollar. So 
holding on to dollars, you know, your wealth is at risk. And I say wealth, I don't mean you have to be wealthy, but your wealth, you save $30,000, you save 50,000, whatever it is. If you don't need it to live on, you'd be way better suited converting that into gold and silver, which is uh, easily convertible. It's liquid. You can sell it back anytime. It's real money, and it, and it can you know maintain your your purchasing power. Yeah, well, because the value just sticks, right? Absolutely. I, I look, a, a, an ounce of gold a hundred years ago could buy you the same thing an ounce of gold can today. But a hundred years ago, it was it took a twenty dollar bill to buy an ounce of gold. Now you need a hundred of them, and in five years you may need. 200 of them or 400 of them. So the dollar keeps losing value. It's lost 98% of its purchasing power in 50 years, and gold has kept its power. Yeah. Well, and 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 we just keep seeing that. I mean, the, we, I think it was last time you you were on too. I mean, all that stuff was happening with bricks, and the the dollar just keeps getting crushed, and it's going to. And what's what's crazy, and people don't want to hear it because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't jive with with the decent, good human nature that most of us have, and, and it's instilled in us growing up is the other side wants it that way. Like, they're okay with it. They're not fighting to keep the value of the dollar and bring it back up. No, 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 because they want the digital dollar. They want these CBDCs in play because there's so many advantages for them, not for you or for me or anyone listening here, but that's but that's what's so wild about it is they, they want this thing to fail. Look, the wor at the World Economic Forum, they said, you will own nothing and be happy. Yeah. Now, I don't think about that. That's uh, that's pretty haunting, you know. So, I'm sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, yeah, they will. I, that, that's their mindset on on so many things, and and they again, the World Economic Forum tells you for anyone who thinks you know it's conspiracy. No, no, no. Just listen to them. You don't have to listen to me say it or anyone else say it. Listen to them say it because they do all the damn time. Uh, there's people pushing back. I want to just get your take on this real quick and then and then um, push people to, to communicate with you and others uh, and, and know where to, to reach you. But you've got not to make this political in terms of the, the primary, because that's not the point here at all. But you've got people like our governor in Florida uh, and Ron DeSantis who are saying they're going to ban central bank digital currencies here. Do you think that's a good move? And do you think other governors will follow suit and do that? You know, I happen to think it's the, it's the right, he's got the right idea on that personally. You know, I mean, we don't need more control. We need more freedom. Right. You know, and banning CBDCs, you know, that's a step in the right direction as far as I'm concerned. But regardless, you know, you got to think in terms of, this is to me, uh, I don't mean to harp on it, but gold to me is almost, and the people who are our customers, it's almost like a financial second amendment. It yeah. gives you power. And if you purchase it with liquid funds like cash, say you have cash you're sitting on, you've sold a business, a house, a property, you inherited money, whatever, you saved it up, you can convert that. We'll help you convert that to, to gold and silver, small coins to help you, you know, get a, go about your business, one ounce, half ounce, quarter ounce, even 10 ounce, 10, one tenth ounce coins. And th this gives you, you know, uh, you, know you, you can do this. We don't send you a, a tax form. When you convert it, liquidate it back with us, we don't need your social security number. If you never touch it and you want to pass it on to heirs, lawyers don't need to touch it. This is transferable, private, powerful wealth. And right now you have a window of opportunity before we go digital to really take care of that. I love it. Well, I think it's so important. It's clear that we are at a critical point in the evolution of global finance. And it's just more important than ever that you guys take care of your wealth like, like Michael said, whether that's 20, 30, 50, 200,000, whatever it is, 
and whatever percentage of it you feel comfortable changing, I think it just makes sense uh, to learn more about Precious Metals IRAs and how they fit into your retirement strategy. I encourage you to reach out to our trusted partners at American Alternative Assets, where Michael and his team work. They've got the expertise to guide you through the process, help you make informed decisions about securing your financial future. All you got to do, guys, is, is call the number. You can see it on the screen there. Dial 833, the number two USA Gold or 833-287-2465. You can also go to protectfrombiden.com. Michael, thanks so much for being here, as always, uh, giving us your wisdom on this. It is troubling times, uh, and we need people like you to help walk us through it. Well, absolutely, Drew. Great to be part of this, and uh, you know, have your listeners reach out. I, 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 they will. I, I, they, they, they darn sure better. They darn sure better. Uh, appreciate you being here. We'll look forward to having you back. Great. Nice to see you. You too. All right, folks, you know what to do. Go, go check it out. Like, like Michael said, this is, this is not something that everyone has to do. Uh, I, I get it. It's not for everyone, but it's the time where you need to think about where things are going. And gold and silver make a whole hell of a lot of sense. I would add that you should get some bullets and some bourbon. Just make sure you've got all of those things and you'll be right as rain. Uh, I guess water too. They say water is a staple. Um, four things. Get four things. Um, but let's do this. I want to get to um, our question of the day. So then we can get into some of the other stuff. And this has, there's no segue to this. It's so friggin' random. The question today, we just were talking about gold and cam cam. I mean, it's food. I mean, she likes putting stuff in her mouth. So it kind of ties in that way in that sense. The question is this cookie or cookie dough? Which do you prefer cookie or cookie dough? Send your responses in. We're going to take a very short break. I'm talking super short and we'll be right back. We'll get to you guys in the next space. Your, your comments in the chat. Uh, on the question of the day and anything we've talked about so far this 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 back half hour it's all you guys get your hands up get some microphones if you don't have one already we'll look forward to talking to you here shortly be right back attention americans breaking news biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway don't be fooled it won't benefit you Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government new digital dollar visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started again that's protectfrombiden.com
Hey guys, where are the uh, where are the scripts? You're cold. I'm cold. You're cold. You're freezing. You're cold. Oh, I'm cold. You're freezing. You're cold. Alaska cold. Ice. Ice cubes. Cold. Warming. Warmer. 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 Colder. Warmer. 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 You're on fire! Oh, you're hot! You're so hot! It is you're so hot! Seriously? Welcome back. There's Tom and his salmon. Are we calling that salmon pink? Uh, it's more of an orange. No, it's not. Yes, is it? Yes. doesn't look like <laughs> It's the lighting. I don't know. Um, it looks great. You look phenomenal. Um, question of the day was cookie or cookie dough? <laughs> Some days we have such serious ones, and then other days it's just... Yep, this is what we're going with. Um, okay, uh, we've got lots of answers coming in. We've got Cookie from Andy. Cookie, Cookie, Cookie fresh out of the oven, says Jill. GFX says neither cut back on sugar. Good for you. I cut back on bourbon too. Yes. Um, no, I didn't. Um, that's that's great for you. Okay. Uh, cookie says Texas. Wow, everyone going cookie. Adam, cookie. Tom, what's your what's your answer here? Oh, it's got to be cookie, and it's one specific cookie, and it's a molasses cookie made from the recipe of my grandmother, Candle Manley. First name Candle? No, her actually her first name was Agnes, <laughs> <laughs> but that was her nickname. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to like out out her her real name there. Um, <clears throat> That's okay. She's been dead since 1999. Rest her, God rest her soul. She lived to be 95 though. That was a pretty good run. That's that's a hell of a run. Yeah, I think I've got five, ten years tops. <laughs> that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of banking on. We'll see. Uh, okay, so you're going cookie. You're going molasses cookie. Molasses from- cookies. The molasses have to has to come from this specific company in Michigan, and I don't know the name of that company, but that was her secret recipe. Let's do a documentary where we where we get in the car <laughs> and we go do it. But let's let's force a bunch of sad stuff that's going to happen to us on the way there. Eventually, we're not going to get the molasses or a cookie. It's going to be a tragedy. Well, I mean, all we have to do is. Drive from here to Flint, Michigan, where I'm from and she's from, which is pretty much a tragedy anyways. <laughs> hey, they they have the tropics in, in make-believe land. Um, it, there's, it's a rough spot. It's a rough spot. Um, I love talking to your, to your, your mother about it because she has such fond memories of it. You know what? And from what I hear, Flint was great, and then all of a sudden, it just once the you know car factories closed, everything just went sideways. It's a tough, yeah. It's a tough go. Tough go. You lose. You lose the heart of what makes up the city, and and bad things are going to happen. Um, okay, peanut butter uh, chocolate chip cookies. I don't even know if Disco has a mic today. He's not here, um, but if he is, he can answer. Hear me? I can hear you. What's your answer? But it's cookie dough. Okay. Yeah, I just it, to me, if if a cookie gets hard in the bake or you know it's not gooey enough, like soft, it, I don't I don't want it. So I just always go cookie dough. 
Okay. I, I, I like that. So I would say real quick, and then I know Kat and AC and whoever else have their, their hands up, and we'll, I promise we're coming. Um, I, I would say I think a warm cookie like Jill and some other people have said is that's tough to beat. There's this place. Um, I won't give the name. But there's a place here in town. It's not just here in town. It's some other places that, you know, will sell a half-baked cookie. Not like Pazuki, like where it's real soft with ice cream. That's amazing, too, but like a half-baked cookie, and it's freaking on, on top of the, the world. But I always forget when I have cookie dough, I forget how much I like it. So I think I'm going to actually go cookie dough just to mix it up because everyone's been super pro cookie here. So I'm going to go cookie dough. Uh, Shell, uh, let's whoever was first, Kat, AC, you, you, you just drive it. All right, Disco, do we have comms? Hello? <laughs> All right, Tom, it's just you and me. <laughs> it's just you and me. Um, okay. Well, getting back to my grandmother, yes. when she was a teenager, she used to be the piano player in silent movie theaters because back in the day when the movie theaters would get a film, it also came with a book of sheet music. So... They had a piano in the theater, and she would play along to the sheet, sheet music of, you know, like the guy with the curly mustache, you know, tying the woman to the railroad tracks. So she would play along with that. Okay. I love that. I love that she fulfilled <laughs> that role. Okay. Apparently, we've got it fixed. So um, let's go to, to X space if it's, good to, if it's good to go. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we got you. Okay, good. All right. Okay, let me start from the top. Cookie. Because cookie dough's got raw raw egg in it, but I am guilty of eating cookie dough. Okay. Tom's from Flint, Michigan. That explains a lot. Um, <laughs> Disco only likes raw cookie dough. That explains a lot. Just kidding, you guys. Um, okay, so let me get serious for a second. The CBDC, whatever the hell it's called, is I've done some reading up on it. Not only is it a digital dollar, they want to completely replace U.S. currency with it. I mean, it's yeah. like a new currency. Yeah. It's not just digital. It's not like a digital dollar. It's worse than that. And it's like, you want to talk about government control? I don't know. Call me crazy, but they can track every freaking thing you do. It's bad enough they can with our debit cards. It's going to get much worse with the digital dollar. Um, and then also I wanted to like throw into that mix bricks. I think there's some people out there, even um, patriots on our side are going, oh, I think it's a good idea. And I'm like, I think it's a fucking crazy idea. I think it's a global alliance against the United States of America. I think it's a bunch of nations that don't particularly like us uniting and saying, we are going to completely fuck you over. We're going to go to the digital dollar and your currency is going to mean shit in our country. So you better get on, get on board or you're screwed. So there you go. There's my take. I love it. I love, I love that he said Flint explains everything. Uh, <laughs> I went, to clarify, I was born there, but I grew up in Florida shortly after I was born myself okay. and family. so it's it's flint and florida man combined cat that's that's what we're, that's what you're getting here it's like it's like the people on jurassic jurassic what was it uh isla nebar or whatever making making something they cooked up florida man from flint but but yeah no so the all that stuff is terrifying and and to, to the people out there saying bricks is a great idea yeah it is it's a phenomenal idea if you're a bricks nation member and you hate America. It's great for them. It's horrible for us. We're, our, our, our dollar is getting absolutely destroyed. I, I just saw 
that couch put something up there with with Vikings and Packers on it. Now I'm totally distracted. But but the, our dollar is getting destroyed, and it's very much intentional. It's hey, we want to BRICS nations take the U.S. down several notches. We're sick of them being uh, the top dog, as as are a lot of people out there, which which is just the reality of things. We want to take them down. We're going to start cutting them out of deals. We're going to start devaluing the U.S. dollar. We're going to cripple it. And then, as I was saying to Michael, and we say on the show a lot, the scary thing is, is you'd think someone would be like, okay, what do we do? Like, let's find some new, you know, trade partners. Let's find some new alliances, some new ways to kind of prop this thing up. And they're so okay with just letting it collapse. And you're right, Kat, this is, this is not just a, a digital dollar in the simplest of terms. This is, is a absolute power grab. It is the government seizing control of your funds or resources, telling you what those funds and resources are worth, when they're worth it. And, 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 and obviously, there's, you can dovetail in, and I almost guarantee they will, the social credit scores into all of that. So it is a terrifying thing. And no one—we've got such a dumb populace that they're going to be like, oh, but this is so convenient. I don't need to carry this card anymore, my cash. Like, I just have it all on my phone or in this little chip in my arm that they said will never do any tracking. Of. It's like, you people are so dumb. Right. When we saw the rise of socialism with Bernie Sanders and people are like, oh, I'm a socialist. And I knew I knew right then that the people who were saying that had no idea what it meant. And they thought that it had something to do with social media and just like being a social person, just socializing with people, not what it actually means. And I'm afraid those same people are going to fall for the digital dollar just as they did socialism in thinking, oh, it's just like using my ATM card. You know, it's just a dollar. And you know what? Oh, and you know what's really cool? I can do my palm print now. And it's the same thing. But they don't realize, and and Michael had talked about it, you know, alluded to it in your interview that you did with him. I look at a digital dollar like a coupon, and the coupon has a certain amount of worth to it, and also has an expiration date. And when you go to use that coupon somewhere, it's only good for a couple of items on there, and the government dictates what those items are. It's not like you once you're issued this coupon, you have, you know, you might get. Um, a notice saying, okay, this coupon entitles you to buy uh, a half a pound of bug-infused meat and and some Doritos. Well, probably not Doritos, and an orange. And, but you want a bag of Doritos in your half pound of bug meat so you can make some sort of weird meatloaf. And you, you, you try and get the Doritos, and they won't let you get the Doritos because the coupon won't allow you to do it. So this whole idea that the digital dollar will just be like using an ATM card and your dollar will be worth a dollar as it as they think it is, they're sadly mistaken. It, it's a coupon that is programmable by the government to allow to let you that allows you to buy certain things that they think that you need or that you're entitled to. Yeah. No, I, I think so too. And and again, people are gonna get duped by it. And they will there's a lot of people who down the road will be like, well this sucks. Yeah. And but it, but you're you're the problem. You are the problem. You let all the things that suck happen and then realize it when everyone's screaming, don't go in there. And then you do like, this looks great. It looks they've, they've got like a pie in the window. It's going to be awesome. Right. All of us are the people in the movie theater screaming at the dummy who's going into the room and not turning on the light. Yes. <laughs> yep. No, 100 percent. 100 percent. All right. AC Truth has been waiting ever so patiently. AC, how are you, my friend? I am good. Uh, I go with cookie 
because it brings memories to um, having home-baked cookies from grandmother and also no cookie dough because the story I heard from my Nana was that she told my dad, she's from Arkansas, told my dad not to eat the cookie dough when he got home from football practice. He ate it all. Then he hid from her, climbed in a tree and yacked his brains out the rest of the afternoon and she just laughed and laughed. But also with the CBDCs, um, when you hear the side of crypto or CBDC or, you know, uh, stopping what we have going on right now with our currency and tightening the levers and not allowing companies to be too big to fail, inflation and interest rates and, and adjusting our system accordingly, instead, the big, uh, the big pull seems to be let's leave out all the poor people, the elderly and those who will struggle with dig digital currency. And, and I think both camps you know, talk out of their ass when they actually say, uh, yeah, we care about people. No, you don't. There's a large swath of the American public that will have a very difficult time switching over to anything digital. And I'll be the one to stand up for them and to remind all these young whippersnappers, hey, you forgot about your grandmother and your great-grandmother, you dipwad. Get your head out of your butt. Let's think about other people instead of our new investment that we had um earlier when it was handed out like candy and now we want to prostitute ourselves for it let's put on our thinking caps guys yeah i agree well and 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 that's so true on so many issues ac like not just this not just technology and innovations it, we leave we always leave the masses behind we do on political issues we do on like political like genuine political issues candidates elections that kind of stuff we do on so many things and we always forget about the biggest portion of the population, not the not the really loud part on the left or the loud part on the right. We forget about so, so many people. And I, I hate that. It's my biggest pet peeve. It's one of the reasons why we're slowly creeping more stuff into the show that don't have to do with that, because I just don't think it's helpful. I don't think it's it's helpful. And I know that that's a next level conversation from even what you're saying there. But I uh, and, and honestly, I'll tell you, that's one of the reasons I've resisted spaces when they first popped up on 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 X or Twitter or whatever the hell we call this thing. Is it going to stay X? It's going to stay X, isn't it? Probably. I think so. But but I did because I really hate and I resisted and I still have some of them. I don't know how to log into them anymore. You know, accounts on some of the the fringe right platforms that are out there because i think the echo chambers and all the crap that's out there is just not helpful i get it and i look i've gotten screwed i i we've got consultants working for us on on the uh the youtube front right now and i had a meeting with them last week and they're like we've gotten so many clients through this stuff we've not seen them do to <laughs> others what they've done to you like they're like we don't know what to do with you we're not giving up but we don't know what to do with you so I've taken a massive hit, lost probably a million dollars on YouTube alone by now over the last several years. And you're like, so it happens and I get it and I get the need to go over there. But at the end of the day, what happens is we all get shoved into our corners and, and getting back to the spaces thing. And it's not picking on anyone here is I, I don't like the part where we are in a country where we just get together with our like minded people and talk. And forget because we because what we do is we don't do anything. It doesn't accomplish a whole lot. But then we also forget all these other people in the middle who are being left out. Tom's just staring at me. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it just goes to show how polarized we are because a lot of people, 
you know, myself included, there are times where, you know, friends of mine who I disagree with on a few things, but I have more in common with than I disagree with, the disagreements that we have, you know, myself and my personal life have become so much bigger. And it, it forces a, a chasm between our friendships. And it, it seems like it, it's not recoverable or, or, or a, for either of us to be able to bit, build a bridge over to have some sort of commonality just because of the way the polarization is. You know, as an example, abortion, you know, it's clear as day that some of these blue states are passing legislation to make it legal to have up until the time of birth abortions. They're, they're passing bills making infanticide legal. You know, the whole abortion thing, it's that it, it, there's so many bridges too far, but that when somebody says, I'm, you know, pro-abortion with, you know, no stipulations whatsoever and available at all times in any manner. It's like, I can't talk to you anymore. Right. We're done, you know? Yeah. And that's just an example. I mean, there's several others, especially, you know, the, the big one, and, you know, luckily I've been able to sort of work it out with you is David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar when it comes to yeah, that was, I mean it is a big one. It's that a, was a tough one. That was a tough hurdle to get over. Yeah. Well, Tom, our relationship's over. Uh, our relationship's over. No, that's a that's a dividing a dividing line for sure. And I think we've done that question of the day before. Um, but um, <clears throat> there's another one too. I mean, Couch comes into the room. And he puts a Packers pumpkin in my X-hole, which sounds very sexy. But that's AC's fault because she named it that. But uh, that, that, that is some lashings, Couch. We, we're going to get the Vikings pumpkin. You know what? We're going to get both pumpkins, and we're going to burn the shit out of the other one. Actually, we'll just give. Well, you know what? We'll give it to a family who supports the Packers in the spirit of the giving and Thanksgiving season. Are we, we're going to be carving pumpkins. I, I thought you and I could maybe, maybe we could wear those when I get my prosthetic, and we could, you know, like the uh, the big bubble wars, and and literally uh, like charge like in an old school gauntlet and uh, try to knock each other until we pop these things. What do you think? Uh, yes, we just can't do it in the studio. <laughs> There's too much expensive <laughs> shit in here. But yes, let's do it. We'll rent a field. How about the parking lot? Or the parking lot. The parking lot you could end up though in in the the intercoastal, well, that's, which was even better. Yeah, it raises the stakes. It raises the, the stakes. Event. Yeah, that's true. I kind of like it. Okay, that's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, no, those would be fun to wear. I'll, I'll, I'll I can get behind that for sure. Uh, Couch, how are you today, brother? I'm good, guys. I'm good. I'm uh, late lunch, so I'm you know I was gonna DoorDash for you guys, but Disco is not in the studio, so you can blame him for. You're not getting a DoorDash from Couch today. I was actually going to do it. I'm texting Disco right now, and I'm like, oh. But uh, I know he had a uh, family emergency, so I'm not picking on him for any other reason. But uh, but we do next- blame him for everything, so we'll blame him for that. That's that's on. That's a- Tom already took care of it, though, as usual. I mean, he. He had DoorDash here before I could whip my head around. Someone's <laughs> knocking on the door. Those wings are so good. They were so good. Next week, I will be uh, door dashing something for you, Tom, and Disco in the studio. So I'm excited to uh, see your faces. I got to figure out what's nearby. What can I order? 
what can I surprise you guys with? It's going to be a fun week next week. Well, we're talking about, we've brought this up before. I'd love everyone's feedback. Um, unfortunately, we're not getting the feedback of the person that really matters in this situation. But we've talked about putting, you know, if you go on to, to television, radio, podcast, whatever, there's usually some sort of a waiver or release saying that you accept you know, you allow them to use your name and likeness or your likeness and, and you're, allowed, you're allowed to be on camera, essentially. So we're talking about just putting up a sign on the door to the studio. Yeah, an area release. An area release. So as soon as you walk in, we can do whatever we want on camera with a camera. You know what I'm saying? This, this could go so many different directions. And maybe that's something we talk about in a meeting later. We'll see. But you, you walk in. So we're talking about with DoorDash Couch... They walk in because it's happened a couple times because we order so much that they'll walk in and we're live. Like just getting them in and having Tom run over with a microphone, <laughs> ask them some questions, talk about the food that just came. I think most of them would probably run um, and or quit their job, but I think it's worth trying. Oh, yeah. The best face when they, when they don't know what we're doing and they mm. just are like, why is it so quiet? And yes. why is one the two are staring <laughs> like what's going on and every, there's weird lights everywhere and microphones and oh shit i just walked into something <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it's always a great face it's always a great face i swear there was one chick though i it, i was i was proven wrong but i i thought it was the same one and and i kind of thought maybe we had like another closet local fan who was like i found where they are and I'm coming back. I'm just going to take every DoorDash in the Jacksonville Beach yes. area. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, madam, thank you for showing up with our chicken wings. But Drew over here is very paranoid that he's going to be poisoned. So I need you to eat one on camera to see what happens to you. Yes, make them eat some of it. <laughs> I need you to be a taster well, for Drew. Well, and here's the thing, too. I mean, you hear horror stories about what some dashers and Uber Eats drivers do to people's food. I have to just look past that and hope it's not going to happen. But hey, look, we've heard we've heard stories. We're gonna need you to test this. I'm more worried about your former employer injecting some sort of radioactive isotope into buffalo sauce that I accidentally get. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know when when did you did you did you look at all the waivers when you came on board? Did you sign them? <laughs> I, Tom, I, you, Tom, you knew what you you knew what you signed up for, buddy. We all did. Come on, Tom. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've got terrorists who want to kill me. My own my own government who thinks I'm a terrorist now. I mean, it's remarkable. And then just the the crazy mouth breathing Antifa folks who don't like us. So there's all sorts of great threats. It's a fun. It's a brave new world out there. Makes life exciting, doesn't it? What were you gonna say, Disco? I, I want to throw a challenge out to you guys. Okay. I will throw. $50 bill at the person who does this on camera. Um, when next time you have a door dasher or whoever in studio, I won't, I don't care who does it, but one of you's got to have the courage to do it. I want one of you to stand up and be like, you know, it's not talking to the door dasher. It's got to be somebody not interacting with him and just say, why is this chick always late when we're ready to film and scream it? <laughs> and then look at the reaction of the faces. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be Tom and he's going to be in a robe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you need to a be in a robe in like the dark corner and then like so like your voice is heard but then you kind of emerge from the dark <laughs> this animal birthing lubricant is way too viscous i told you no viscosity in my animal birthing lubricant <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like it's a great time to toss it to a break. Um, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. we got Jerry the Penguin Nadler. we got a bunch of people who are on the hill. We've got all of you guys in the space and on the different platforms that we will get back to, I promise. Uh, we'll see what Tom ends up ordering during this break because um, Lord knows it's probably going to happen. So we, we will uh, we'll be right back with you. Please hang with us. Tons to get to on this. This is my show Thursday. Take care. Or not take care. We'll see. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you. We'll see you on the other side of this break. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over in. 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks America! Well, hello. I'm not quite sure what happened. Uh, 
I think Drew is here. Oh, wait, there he is. He's getting ice now and uh, refreshing his cocktail. So coming up in this block, we're going to talk about one of my favorites, Jerry Nadler and his underpants. God, I would like to see that man in a pair of underpants. It would be quite striking. I th- you know, I imagine him wearing like, you, you know, one? like an oversized pair of boxers, but with the socks having like those garters that men like in the 40s wear to keep their socks up. And he would also be wearing like those sort of like orthopedic uh, shoes that have the Velcro on them. Would you pay for it? Would I pay to see him in his underpants? Yeah, would you pay? Uh, you know what? Yes, I would make another donation to the John Fetterman campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is quite compelling. <laughs> I welcome back, Drew. It's, well, it's great. I, I I saw you go into what was probably the last commercial, but I needed ice. And I got to tell you, I I mean, I I I was late to my own show, but. I took one for the team because I got like this huge frostbitten chunk and just threw it in there, which is not great. This could be my last day. You don't like frostbitten chunks of ice? Well, it's going to work. The bourbon's doing its thing right now. Um, It's going to be delicious. You, but I I think I would pay to see Jerry Nadler in his underpants. (laughs) Yeah, right. Just because you get the picture. Think of the meme content that you've got you can work with. There's, we start there's... like a poll? Like we just have people donate, like a like a give send go. No, not give send go. What is it? Uh, yeah, give send go. Yeah, give send go. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love sideshows. To me, it would be a sideshow attraction. Did you ever see the Jim Rose Circus, where they would have like Mister Lifto, who had you know hooks in his nipples, and he would lift blocks, and he had a, a Prince Albert, and he lift blocks with his wiener, and then he had you know uh, the, the Mister was it Stretch? Uh, I can't remember, but he would like twist, contort himself, and pass a tennis racket through his body. I don't like people who can do that. <laughs> that I'm I'm not easily weirded out. The people who do some of that stuff that that's that's it's like eat glass and all that. Fun. I I love shows like that. So for your birthday, Drew, don't get you sideshows, basically. No, some sideshows. I don't like the super bendy people. <laughs> like I I want you to not bend like that, and I want you to eat some meat. That's that's all I'm asking. I, I feel like it's not even a lot to be asking. That's but that's. That's what I'm asking. Uh, okay. By the way, I love, I love Beaver talking over in Rumble. Uh, we love our good friend, my Beaver's unit, who's talking to another person. <laughs> my Beaver's so fresh and so clean. <laughs> Thanks for caring. Um, good times. Good times. So we've got a clip of Jerry Nat. There was there were, we we showed I think just one clip yesterday maybe from. Um, A.G. Merrick Garland, who was on the Hill. But you had, I just want to show this one because it's a little bit different than the others. You had Jerry the Penguin Nadler, who seemed perturbed during the the hearings with, with Merrick Garland yesterday. Listen to kind of what really got under his craw here. Many commentators have noted that people accused of simple gun possession while under the influence of a drug when that gun was not used in the commission of a crime, are rarely, if ever, prosecuted the way Hunter Biden is being prosecuted. So, I mean, a law's a law, right? Well, it depends on which gun we're talking about, because, <laughs> you know, the, the one that he filled out was, was the Colt. 
that was a revolver, but the one that we see in all the videos of him is a semi-auto. So to me, there's two guns. He's he's sporting one gun with a prostitute smoking or snorting cocaine and smoking crack, and but that's not the one that. You know, so how, whatever happened to that gun? That's a great question. We'll probably never know, Tom. <laughs> but I mean, but you get my points. Like you're, you're so hold on. I know you guys are all mad that they're investigating the Biden family. We had KJP yesterday saying there's no evidence. We we reiterated just the surface of the evidence to demonstrate how dumb of a of a notion that was. But you're literally now saying this is a dumb crime. We're, we're, we it's rarely it's rarely. I, look, I guarantee you, if if I was driving home after being at the bar with Tom and had a firearm in my car, it would not go well for me. No. So why why is it any different? I know the answer, but like what you're talking about cocaine and other much worse drugs now. And ah, stop it. This is this is a partisan hack job. This is ridiculous. No, if this is the law. If you don't like the law, change the law. Yeah. Motherfucker, you and your friends came up with that law. Right. <laughs> if you think it's bullshit, get rid of it. It's not and the 300,000 other ones you could get rid of. It's not a hard concept. It's really not. <laughs> and, and that's what's, I mean, I, I, not to go down that path, but every issue that's out there, well, I don't like this. Or I think, I think this one's dated. I think that part of the Constitution's dated. Okay, well, I don't think you've ever read the Constitution, uh, but... If you if you don't like it, a law or an amendment or this fight like hell to change it. There's there's mechanisms out there to do it. Now, uh, as we say around here, no one's actually followed the Constitution for a long, long time. So <laughs> so that's that's a whole different conversation. We got multiple conversations that we have going on right now that we're not going to actually get into right now because they take too long and we've got other clips to do. But. <clears throat> I just I do always love that there's okay you don't like it fucking fix it there's there's change it yeah <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> you change rules you change definitions literally Google not just Google who's obviously a a leftist big tech giant Miriam Webster's and places like that it's everything that we knew growing up growing up is now different they can change all of it. His job is to come up with bills that become laws. <laughs> That's, that is the definition of his job. So if he doesn't like it, then change it. Period. Do something. But you know what? They won't because they need to have everything still on the books because if they don't like you, they need something that they could come after you with. That. The Logan Act. When was the last time the Logan Act was ever invoked? <laughs> and just coincidentally, it just happened to be invoked when Trump took office. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, you know, you have people talking about, oh, yeah, it's been around forever. We all knew about it. They're all bullshit liars. You didn't know about <laughs> yeah. it, and it's never been. Yeah, exactly. It's, yes, the only truthful thing in your statement is it's been around forever. <laughs> yeah. It's been around so long, and part of the reason is is because it was so dumb in the first place that everyone fucking forgot about it. Ridiculous. Uh, so you had Thomas Massey, who laid into Merrick Garland like a lot of other people did. But in this particular exchange, it was over the indictment of Ray Epps, which we've talked about. Take a listen to this, and then we'll, we'll kind of button up that conversation. And the day, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps, and yesterday you indicted him. Isn't that a wonderful coincidence? On a misdemeanor, 
Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for merely filming. Some people weren't even there yet. You've got the guy on video who's saying go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him, 10 videos, and it's an, and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor? The American public isn't buying it. I yield the bounce of my... <laughs> He's right. Well, uh, not everyone was right. We just showed Nadler, who was dead wrong. But but Massey, in this case, right. We mentioned multiple times before any charges for Epps, um, uh, well, unless they were ones that were significant. We've multi mentioned multiple times that if charges came about, unless they were super significant, that they were just being used to strengthen his case against Fox News. Nothing more. I, 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 I don't think I can be convinced— of anything else in this case. But it's it's pretty hard to claim, and we're not done with him. Uh, this is, that, that next one doesn't have Sheila Jackson Lee in it. Do we have to listen to her? No. I, that's just the front just end the, of it? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, but it's pretty hard to claim, like Garland and this entire administration does the whole time, that your DOJ is above board and that the judicial system is above board when we're literally seeing what we're seeing. And that's, 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 that's what's so fascinating about the time that we live in. In the old days and in my old world and old career that I'd work in, you see all this stuff happening in the shadows. Like, that's different. No one knows what's going on. Some people maybe have a sniff of it, you know, get, a, get the scent of it. But now we all do. We see what's going on with Hunter. We see a weaponized DOJ. We see, if, if, if not at least two more judicial you know, justice systems— that are out there, and it's not two-tiered. They're literally different ones. There's different ones for different sectors of society. And it's right there in front of us, and they still tell us, no, nope, that's not true. It's as obvious as a stripper on her period wearing white slacks and using a cotton ball as a maxi pad is how obvious this is. That's okay. <laughs> that's... <laughs> but it, it's obvious. <laughs> it, it's... It's it's I mean you could have just said it's obvious. <laughs> That's, um, I like to paint a picture. You painted one. That was a picture. That is a picture that I've got to. I'm gonna try and get. Can you order some fucking food or something just to change the? Wow. But it was very visual, and for that I give you. I now give Drew's you. Drew's done for the day. Yeah. So, uh... No, I, I heard I heard him starting down it, and I'm like. This is going to get worse. I can tell this is going to escalate quickly. And sure as shit, it did. Tom Cunningham, everyone. Tom Cunningham. Um, so Gates had some things to say on Hunter as well. And that reminds me, there was something on Gates we didn't get to yesterday. So we're all distracted easily here. Uh, anyone who's watched the show or listened to the show for years or even just your first time, like, yeah, we know. Um, help me remember, I want to get to something on Gates. But... But he had some things to say about Hunter Biden and that investigation as well. Take a listen. I guess I'm just wondering, Mr. Attorney General, has anyone at the department told President Biden to knock it off with Hunter? I mean, you guys are charging Hunter Biden on some crimes, investigating him on, on others. You've got the president bringing Hunter Biden around to state dinners. Has anyone told him to knock it off? Our job in the Justice Department is to pursue our cases without reference uh, to what's happening in the outside world. But just yes or no? Have you done that? That is what we do. So it's a no? No one that I know of has spoken to the White House about the Hunter Biden case. I'm wondering then. Of course not. Okay, I got it. I got it. So Hunter Biden is selling art 
to pay for his $15,000 a month rent in Malibu. How can you guarantee that the people buying that art aren't doing so to gain favor with the president? The job of the Justice Department is to investigate criminal allegations. You have information. Are you investigating this? I mean, someone who bought Hunter Biden's art ended up with a prestigious appointment to a federal position. Doesn't it look weird that he's, making, he's become this immediate success in the art world as his dad is president of the United States? Isn't that odd? I'm not going to comment about any specific... Not going to comment, not going to investigate. So right. Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer told us that Hunter sold the appearance of access to then-Vice President Biden. Are you confident he has stopped doing that? I'm sorry, I didn't understand the question. Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer told us that Hunter sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident he has stopped? I'm going to say again that all these matters are within the purview of Mr. Weiss. I have not interfered with them, and yeah, I do if not. If you were confident that he had stopped, you could. And I do not intend to interfere with yeah, him. I want. So I mean, the 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 gist of everything from yesterday was Merrick Garland doesn't remember anything doesn't remember talking to people about the investigation or any particulars of the investigation, despite it being perhaps the biggest investigation in decades. The FBI lost count of how many informants were at the Capitol on January 6th and so forth and so on. Hey, I have no way, which this is, this is the typical hearing, right? But... Yeah. <laughs> How is anyone? You're the fucking attorney general, bro. <laughs> I I don't I don't know about this. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You. I'll give you a pass. If you're seventh floor on for the agency, for example, you don't know the inner workings of all the operations that are going on. We've got operations going on all over the world. Some of them great. Some of them less than great. Some of them somewhere in between. You don't know all of them, but the big ones, you know everything about them. <laughs> Because people are briefing you on them every damn day to the point where you know so much about them that you're saying, hey, Janice, yes, yes, I do want that cup of coffee, but send in Bert so I can get a fucking update on where this operation is. I need to know and I need to know right now. You, you know everything about it. But it's so comfortable and so easy for them in their position of power in this ivory tower that they're in that they can just straight up lie and be like, yeah, <laughs> craziest thing. I don't know. <laughs> and and you're, you're going against an oath, which means nothing. You're, 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 you're sworn oath in, in court, your oath to your serve your, your country and your government. You're going against all this, but which means nothing. But literally no one calls them on it. And then, and then maybe not Gates, maybe not a couple others, but the rest of them walk out of there like, well, that was pretty good. That went pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have the media going, well, Merrick Garland clearly debunked all these false allegations against, you know, Hunter and Joe Biden, you know, selling Biden's name. It, it just is a, con a continual loop. And it, you have to be a certain kind of stupid to actually believe that it's basic crisis management and you have to be a certain kind of stupid to believe that if an attorney general doesn't know every single detail of what Hunter's been involved in because if you're going to manage this crisis you have to know everything yeah. to make it go away and it's obvious he knows everything to make it go away and if he doesn't he's put people there to make sure that it goes away so he can have that you know deniable 
plausibility of saying, oh, I didn't know, you know, so-and-so was taking care of that, and I had no idea, but you told so-and-so to take care of it. I don't want anything. Make it go away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so I remembered. Gates. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tease it. We're going to, I'm going to bring up the question now, and then we're going to talk about immigration for a second. And then presuming we get to future elections in this country, we'll, we'll talk about my question on Gates. So it's kind of like the B block, the hour two question of the day. Do you think, because there's rumors of it, do you think, oh, we got the bell. We got the bell. Do you think Matt Gates would be a good governor in Florida? Do you think you do you think well that or do you think his campaign would go well? Do you think that would be a successful endeavor for him? Because there's rumors of it for for 26, right? 20, yeah, 26. So let let's come back to that. Let's talk about that. Uh, and I want to get feedback of people in the space as well. Um, and and I want to hear why. Obviously, not just yes or no. Like let's let's get into some some more specifics here. But let's talk about that, because I wanted to have a conversation about it yesterday, and, and we didn't get around to it, which for a good reason. We had lots of great engagement uh, in, in various places, including X spaces. But uh, let's talk about that. So you you put that in your craw. You put that in your mouth and suck on it. I'll noodle um, it around. Yes, do it. Um, for now, let's transition to immigration. We say immigration. Um, we, of course, mean invasion because that's essentially <laughs> what it is you see the numbers we bro we broke a record the public number was it yesterday broke a record for a single day and that's not even the real number so we're breaking records that don't even sniff the actual numbers that we're getting to this is this is just some visual here again i know you've seen a lot of this on social media you know we've even seen some of this similar footage on fox and some of the other legacy networks that are out there but this is Eagle Pass, Texas, and you can see a large swath of people crossing the river. You can see some of our people there. I don't know what that one thing is floating there. I don't know if that's a bag or a shirt or a dead body, maybe room service. I don't know. But <clears throat> but it's a lot, right? You get... You get the point. There, and, and there's a waiting line, a huge waiting line to then get across and traverse the river. It, it goes up the bank and, 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 and you can see it. And, and we've so, shown so many things like this. It's, this is just one of many instances. This just happens to be the, the, the one spot right now that most people are talking about. So you've got that going on. And at that same spot, that same area, you had Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, who's certainly not the strongest, but he's 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 done some good things too. He's I think he's definitely more establishment type, but um, beggars can't be choosers. But he he shared this next clip that shows U.S. Customs and Border Patrol agents. And I, I'm not trying to pin this on these two individuals because I'm sure their 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 leadership and the Biden administration told them to do this. I know the Biden administration is telling them to do this writ large in terms of the Constantina wire. But they're down there cutting the razor wire at, on the shores of Eagle Pass to allow people onto the shore. Take a look at this.
So for those of you listening, they've cut the Constantina wire and now they've wrapped a, a, a strap around it and are pulling it back to essentially create an opening, uh, which has now been done. And now, oh, up oh, here you go. Welcome to America. Come on in. Welcome. He's, I mean, he's dressed to party. He's like in a bathing suit and a t-shirt and hat. Yeah. He's going to have a suit, hang out. Yeah. This one's got a uh, green satchel, blue shirt. None of this really matters. You get the point. You get the point of, of, of what's happening there, right? And, and this is not an isolated deal. This is, this is particular to Eagle Pass, yes. And we've shown other stuff. We showed a clip, I think it was just yesterday, of, of people opening the gate, counting people through. Um, yeah, it was yesterday because we had a very amusement park-like Wednesday yesterday with, with, with so many discussions. But, but you see this time and time again. You see the, the chunks of wall that are wide-ass open that there's, there's no wall, right, where it ends here and then picks up hundreds and thousands of yards later, uh, miles in some cases later, and people just coming across, which begs the question, why are you guys going through all this this work for these couple single points here? But <clears throat> when, it, when it's so porous. <laughs> but but you've got that. And here, this is Eagle Pass 2. Here's what that gets you. I mean, look at all these jokers. And I don't remember which side of the of the river this is on. It doesn't matter. But but here's here's what this gets you. But bunch of dudes and and <laughs> all dudes. Note man. that they are military age dudes. Come on, this way. Just walking across. Time to collect that money and go wherever you want to go on tax paradigms. Oh, you want to go to Chicago, L.A., Miami, wherever. Yeah. Need some seed money for a small business? We got you. Anyways, you get, you get the, again, you get the point. This thing is so out of control. Beaver was saying it was 10000 just this morning. It's a, it's a crazy crazy deal that we're 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 encountering here I mean, and, and cr crazy is not the right word crazy is nowhere near the right word this is country changing stuff that's happening and and we keep getting blamed i saw a montage of 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 some democrat elected officials earlier before the show today being asked about this and commenting on it and you know what almost all of them said they blamed us they blamed conservatives you guys have control. You're in charge since the very beginning when you got in. Since you know the last last time you were in charge of the White House as well. But as soon as you got in this particular administration in in January of 2021, you you jacked things up, and you created this where you're breaking all the wrong records. Whether it's gas prices or inflation or illegal immigration, you're. I mean, you're. you're it's impressive. I'll give them that. It's damn impressive just how bad they are, and 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 they want that because this is part of their plan. But to then deny it, I just I just wish people would be. I I know this is old fashioned, <laughs> but just being truthful, like yeah, I want to sink the fucking country. How how you like them apples? Yeah. And we controlled the White House and the Senate, and for the long, you know, for the previous two, we controlled everything. So go suck a dick. This is what we're going to do to your country. I wish they would just say that. Like, just come out and do it. Like, that would make me so happy. I don't like what they're pushing. I don't want anyone's junk in my mouth. But I, I, I would respect the shit out of them for at least saying it. 
Yeah, stop sheep lighting. You know, the sheep on the left are, are going to believe whatever you tell them, and they need to keep sheep lighting them. So they'll be like, there's nothing going on down there. And besides, they're just immigrants seeking asylum. They're families, they're children coming over. No, they're not. You are full of shit. You Did you want... see that line? Yeah, I mean, man, this is fucking Cloward and Piven, baby. Collapse the system. Break it all down so you can build it up again. This is the whole reason why they're doing this. This is their Marxist ideology, ideology, ideology and philosophy all coming together right now. They have to collapse the system. By the way, we've got an update on you were listening to. Was that on Glenn Beck's program yesterday? Uh, on Colony Ridge, Texas? This morning, yeah. This morning? Todd Benzman, who, if you don't follow Todd Benzman on, on X, I and you want to know what's going on at the border, this man's a reporter down there. He's the one who shot the video of Colony, Texas. And he, it was an unbelievable interview. And there's over 75,000 people that live there right now. They're the You pay cash to get a lot. There's no zoning there. So there's trailers, there's some kind of housing, there are tents, there are people living in cars. And the interest rate, if you put your down your down payment of twenty five hundred or whatever it is, is something outrageous, like twenty six, twenty eight percent. So of course you have all these people defaulting on loans. So it just becomes, you know, a, a, a circle of uh, of money coming in for the uh, land developer. But what's shocking is not only do you have no code enforcement, but you have no law enforcement. And Todd was talking about how he's interviewed the sheriff of Liberty County, and Liberty County is like, yeah, I've got two deputies who, you know, sometimes show up at calls there. He goes, but I could, the, this is the sheriff telling Todd Benzman this, that there's at least three different drug cartels right now operating human trafficking and drug trafficking out of that area of 75,000 people that's not policed by anybody because Liberty County doesn't have the staffing or the budget to be able to do that. And he said that, you know, and there's also, you know, gun running there. And during the interview, he had mentioned that Friday and Saturday nights, it sounds like the fight for Fallujah there, where you have all kinds of homicides happening, and none of this is being reported by any of the stations in Houston. You want to guess why? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. They're just asylum seekers, and everything's fine there. And if you're a bigot if you think otherwise. Yeah. Well, and 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 news people. I mean, some of them are probably scared shitless to go there. Yeah. Because it, they know. I mean, the the left, they're dumb, but but some of them are smart at the same time. Like they 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 know what's really going on. They're just not going to report it because it doesn't go along with the narrative. But they know like. Oh, I, hell no. I'm not going into there. Yeah. Like, that's dangerous as all get out. That's like going to the Bakara Market yeah. in Mogadishu yeah. and saying, you know what? I'm going to go in and do a little bit of shopping here and, uh, <laughs> and talk to a few people about, you know, what it's like to trade goods and, you know, what kind of, you know, fabrics that I can buy down here. What What is your favorite fabric? My favorite, I don't know. I mean, I, I I love cotton. I also, you know, it's funny. I went to my dry cleaners today, and I've got a, a linen jacket that I absolutely adore. It's one of those safari cut style uh, linen jackets. And he's like, do you want me to put more starch in this? He goes, because, you know, people get frustrated with how, 
you know, wrinkled linen gets. And I'm like, no, you know, it's supposed to be wrinkled. Every time that you put on linen, you've got about, you know, three good, or not three, maybe 90 seconds of good mirror time as you're checking yourself out for a last look before you hit the streets and let the public gaze upon you where the linen looks fantastic. After that, it wrinkles up just like as soon as you're out the door. So wearing linen is all, wrinkles are all part of it. And he was like, "Yeah, I know. You know, people are so dumb. If if you don't like linen and you're mad at how it gets wrinkled, then go to cotton." And we had this whole conversation about textiles. <laughs> you're welcome, people. You mentioned um, you mentioned um, Bacar Market a second ago, and I just had a random thought, but I, but um, just to to pay it forward. Uh, uh, so Mike Ritland, who's a friend, former SEAL, host Mike Drop um, over on YouTube and, and some other spots as well. He had on, um, and I haven't even caught all of it, but I've caught parts of it. He had on Tom Satterley, who was one of the CAG operators there in in Mogadishu during Black Hawk Down and uh, Delta operators. Um, and it was a great conversation. So, so, and Mike's a great guy. So go check that out. It's, it's, uh, it's Mike drop and it's the one with, with Tom Satterley. Uh, I think it was a week and a half ago or so. So, so go check it out. It's a, it's a great kind of inside account of everyone's seen the movie. Uh, and it, obviously it's a great movie, great book, but, but, but go check that out. It was, it was really good. Okay. But sadly, though, this whole Colony Texas thing isn't a one-off. You're going to see you were you're going to see enclaves like this popping up all over the United States. And guess who? who guess who's going to be the major real estate developer of these refugee camps? BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, Vanguard, yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, it, they're gonna, they're in it. They're going to be popping up all over the. They're place. not really. People are like, "Oh no, are we mad at them?" I don't think we are. I don't think no. We are. Yeah, but they're going to be popping up all over the place. They're going to be these lawless regions that are going to be no go zones for most people, and they're going to be broken up into ethnic neighborhoods that are going to be at constant war with each other. So now we're going to be in the next five years entering this phase of where we're going to have Somali. Rwandan, you know, Rwanda back in the 90s, not Rwanda of now, not really genocide, but street fighting, you know, that you see in Israel, you know, in the Gaza Strip. It's going to be very common here. Here's the only street fighting that I'd be okay with in America. (laughs) And I referenced it before. But if we can get the, the street fighting like in Big Trouble in Little China, that shit was cool. Just slow march, and then all of a sudden it's like... I, I just because that's the kind of thing where then you can get a VRBO, you rent it out, you rent out like a balcony or a rooftop, so you can just look down there and and enjoy enjoy that fighting, like karate fighting. Yeah, like yeah, samurais, nunchucks, all sorts of shit. Just because it's different, we don't have a lot of that here. You know what? Here, here's a little piece of advice: if you're ever in an altercation, say in a bar, and the dude says, "I'm gonna karate fight you." Chances are he doesn't know karate. <laughs> yeah. Or just chances are you're going to win. You're good. You're good. Don't don't fret. Uh, okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to you guys in next spaces and anywhere else. That's the only place that we can verbally talk to you. But if you have some comments uh, in, in Rumble or Facebook or YouTube or any of those spots. Uh, so quick break. We'll come right back. We'll talk about the gate stuff. We'll talk about the immigration stuff. Garland hearing anything you want to get to. Be right back. Stick around.
Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. And that's how Mike Pence got pink-eyed. Thank you, everybody. Have a good evening. All right, thank you, my friend. Tom Cunningham, everybody. Let's give him one more round of applause. Coming up next, we've got... We've got Disco. Welcome to the stage. Good evening, everybody. Let me... 
All right, welcome back, folks. Let's get into it. Let's have some fun. I asked another question earlier. Oh, yeah. I, I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, And we can talk about anything right here, right now. Um, I just channeled some Sammy Hagar right there. How do you like that, Tom? Uh, it just happened. No problems with the Red Rocker, man. He's a sexy bitch. If, if I live as long as he does and look even like a fourth as, as, as young as he does at that point, that guy, everyone needs to figure out what he's doing and do it. Yeah, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we'd be encouraging it, but that's what, that's what I think you should do. Because you look at Sammy Hagar in his 70s, uh, late 70s now, and he's, he's doing it right. He's doing it right. He's going to live to like 400, I think. Maybe five. Can't confirm that. But the question I asked earlier was, we can get into we can get into Merrick Garland, we can get into other stuff, and you folks over in Spaces, if you've if you've got um, if you've got some comments, let us know, and we can weigh in. But uh, I, I was asking, do you think Matt Gates? Because there's been some speculation. I, it could be low level speculation, like not going to happen, or it could be ramping up and and gaining gaining some steam. I don't really know. But the question was, is would Matt Gates? be a good governor of Florida or good gubernatorial candidate for Florida? I would like to think so. I, I think he's, I think he has the sensibilities for what's good for the state. Uh, I don't see him selling it out. Uh, I would like to see if he would repeal that, uh, the, the deal that Nestle's has with uh, taking water from one of the springs out of our state. And hopefully we can, yeah, uh, get rid of that. That would be helpful. Okay, lot lots of things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I know we've got three hands up, so I know this conversation is going to probably keep going, but it might be on different stuff. Let's let's go, Shell. Whoever's up first. Let's see. We've got Elizabeth. Hey, Hello. Elizabeth. Uh, on the cookies, I guess I need to make y'all some of my cookies and send them to you. My peanut butter cherry chocolate chip cookies, my peanut butter chocolate chip cookies. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll uh, we'll we'll take you up on that. That sounds amazing. So you're going cookie over cookie dough, to be clear. Yes, because my cookies if are so soft. If you put them in coffee or you put them in milk, they fall apart. I love that. I'm. Yeah. I. I don't want to sound inappropriate, but I'm going to probably go to bed thinking about those cookies. That sounds. That sounds delightful. And I don't know why I apologize for that because I'm always inappropriate. But <laughs> that's not really inappropriate thinking about cookies before you go to bed. It's the. It's what you do with the thought of the cookies. Okay. Did you have? Did you? You said first you the cookies. Did you have another comment, Elizabeth? Okay. If we do not get rid of all of these illegals, it's going to destroy this country even more. Now, I came up with an idea today that crossed my mind. We need to get the Soros family, because they're the puppet masters, thrown in jail, which cuts off the money to all of these people that are getting paid to destroy this country. Yeah, no, I mean, if you could, I mean, it's it's still remarkable to me how at this point in time, the Soros family is able to just get away scot-free with everything they do. There's, there's, 
There's no question about it whatsoever. It's not even like, oh, they might get in trouble for this, that, and the other. They just have a free pass, and they are absolutely wreaking havoc here. Again, kudos to you guys. You're some rich, supervillain bastards who get away with 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 everything. But it it would it, it, it like anything. It's like you know my old career of extremism. You know, dealing or counterterrorism, dealing with extremists. You take out. Um, you take out the top. Eventually, it does get replaced, but it but it sets it back, and and you get a little reprieve, and and sometimes it sometimes it kills the whole beast. Right. But but I think that would be so big for our uh, of America, not just on illegal immigration, on so many things, crime in big cities. You need to look at these these DAs that are being put in across the country, and and what's happened, and uh, it, it, the devastation that has has come from this family is is epic man it's epic worldwide it's yeah. not just the united states the united states is just their latest playground but you're gonna need you know some pretty hefty crucifixes in holy water to fend off those demons there are they are some of the most satanic demonic people roaming the earth right now and it's people like them who have captured the souls of other people to join them in this this spiritual takeover of not just the United States, but Western civilization. And it's, it's, a, it's at a horrifying rate. You know, we've got people who, who, you know, have these programs that are funded directly by other Soros foundations to encourage kids having, you know, going on puberty blockers or having their breasts removed or their penises removed. This is all, it's all stems from them. Th this evil is just... It's just swallowing up the the United States right now, and they're they're just they're they're a horrific lot. And it would be nice to be able to at least expel them from the country and have them live somewhere else. But but even that doesn't like I mean that would be that would be a great win. But even that I don't know if that does enough because you can do it's it's like I was well they I, have I, their tentacles into so many things. They have their it's tentacles. Impossible. It doesn't. I was writing a chapter last night about what I'm not trying to get ahead and talk about the book, but I was writing a chapter last night where Shafi and I were doing some stuff to target these dudes who were running operations, sending bombers to clack off, kill American troops, Afghans, from within the prison. From within the prison. And it, you think, oh, they're out of the picture because they're in the prison. No, they're not. You take George Soros and you put him in, in Hungary, or you put Alex Soros in Hungary, or wherever they are, and it's still a, a massive problem. Chad, we got to do it. We got to make sure that things are working with Chad. And I also just like Chad's face. Um, so I it is a good Chad, face. Do you, do you think that anything is ever going to happen with the Soros? Man, I've got a lot of ideas, but no. Well, yeah, I think, you know, we talk about critical fail all the time. And, and I think that at some point there's going to be that critical fail where people are going to start hanging those medals on people that deserve to be dealt with. Don't know who it's going to be. Don't know what that means. But or ultimately, um, I think just time in general and mothballs are going to take care of dad. But the kid is a complete progressive socialist communist little prick and 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 i don't know man i it's it, they're huge problems though no they definitely are they they definitely are and that's the thing is is yeah george is george is in his early mid 90s things aren't i mean they're gonna end 
life's going to take its course there. <laughs> but a lot of people really do think that Alex is is worse. Like the, that, oh, yeah. That's what's terrifying is you've got this young little dude who who's lighting his loafers for sure. But you look at him, he's he's got money. He's got evil. His daddy's given him all this power. And then you hear rumors that he's worse than George. And it's like, oh, dear God, this could be this could be really bad. So we've got to figure this shit out at some point because they have as a family ruined so many lives and not just lives, they've ruined countries. So we've got to figure yeah, it the, out. They're actually aren't they a band or I mean, there's like in their international. Uh, yeah, they're uh, banned in Hungary. Yeah, that's a bad place to be banned, too. That's a great. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah, that's saying We're, something. Do we do an RVM event in Budapest? That'd be fantastic. Hell yes. Let's do I'm, it. I'm, I don't know what our audience is like in Budapest, but I'm going to get Janice <laughs> on that. Um, and and we we'll figure that shit out because Budapest, we'll hit Budapest, Vienna, Prague. And we'll, you know, let's just not, we'll, we won't get greedy. We'll just hit those three. <clears throat> I, got a, I got a problem in Vienna. <clears throat> What's the problem? I, I don't think I'm allowed there. You're not allowed there. Okay. Right. <laughs> Prague, I'm, I'm big in Prague. There's a there's a place called Jimmy's, and I'm but real for real. There's a place called Jimmy's, and and I had a really good night there. There's a picture on the wall of me and doing some things, and it's good, good, good that's, times. That's my favorite city in the world. I love that city. It's beautiful. God, I love that place. Yeah, I do. My shit works, by the way. Your Thank shit you. works. All right. Well, I'm glad it works. Hopefully, it continues to work, and and the internet provider and North and South Carolina doesn't fuck things Vir- up further. Yeah, Virginia, um, they Virginia, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina. Apparently, big deal, big problems. So um, I'm up and working. So I appreciate that. And um, if you want to do an op, let me know. I mean, I'm always down to, you yeah. know, check out the Soros family. Let's do it. Hi, I'm in. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. <laughs> you don't even know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Tom. I was just going to say, Alex, let's go on a fishing trip to the Bolton Strid. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Bolton Strid? The Bolton I like Str- it. The Bolton Strid is this, like, little creek. It's this little creek that looks so beautiful, nice little, like, babbling brook, but it has a 100% mortality rate of anyone who ever goes into the water. What the hell's going on in there? Be- underneath it is a huge—when the, the, the water comes down to this part of the Strid— it goes up underneath the banks, and there's this huge current down there. So when people fall in, they're automatically sucked into this current and then sucked out to, I think it's the River Thames that it feeds into. And then when it widens out to the Thames, that's when the bodies start coming up. But they get sucked in underneath the bank and drowned and shoved down the river. And there's once people go in it, they've, nobody has ever gotten out of it. Well, you know where we're going. <laughs> Can I ask Tom a question before I leave? Yeah, please. I just feel like he has in his toilet, like where he takes a dump, I feel like it's all mahogany with books. <laughs> I wish. I guarantee I have you learned books. everything I've ever known on a shitter, and I'm just assuming his is really, really cool. <laughs> yes. I have no idea. I have no idea. Thanks, guys. I'll t- see you all at 6 o'clock, it looks like, so we're on. Thank you, Drew. You guys are killing it. I'll talk yeah. to you later. That sounds good, brother. All right, have a good show. Uh, check out Chad up man. at 6 uh, tonight, RVM Roundup. It will be awesome as usual. Uh, so getting back, I know we've got, what, two hands left? At least there were two. Let's let's go to anyone who's got a hand up. We got James from Piper Radio. Hey, James. How are you, brother? Hey. 
Hey, good. How are you guys doing? First, um, you know, let me give my condolences to Tom that his grandmother has voted Democrat for more than two decades. Uh, <laughs> Touche. Good one, James. I love that. <laughs> uh, but I also wanted to answer Tom's question on where's the other gun? Like, uh, did we forget the story? Like, he was banging his brother's wife and she threw it in a dumpster. Nobody could find it, including the Secret Service. So that's the answer to the question. The, the, the brother's wife literally threw his gun in a dumpster. Got yeah. it. Mystery solved. Thank you, James. Well, and, and I mean, I, but that brings up such an amazing point, too, because it's, it's you, you've got all those issues, you've got these questions that are unanswered in the, in the masses, in terms of the masses, and, and they're left alone. But we've talked about it before. I know others have, too. This is not unique to just this show, but, like, I just can't imagine, like, go take, let's go in a time, time warp machine here, a time, time machine, and go back to around that era, how strange it had to be. We're coming up on Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all the good ones, although I'm not a huge Halloween guy, whatever. You're coming up on all the good ones. Just imagine how weird it would be in that house when, when Hunter shows up with Bo's former bride and... Joe's daughter shows up and everyone's like, God, they were, this. I mean, everything about that family. And they're looking at Jill like you slut, you ruined our family. Like it, it just is, it's gotta be so awkward. I'm sure they've figured it out since because they're they're they, they, they just have, and they care more about business and their bank accounts than they do genuine love and affection and, and caring for each other. But it ha there has to be some awkward phases in there. Yeah, and I think the only way to get through those awkward phases is through drugs and alcohol, which they've proven that they lean on for. Yeah. That's the only way. But the, 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 just the weird, like you're saying, the weird depravity of the whole thing of, you know, smashing your dead brother's wife. It's just like, good God. Dude, is there no decency there's, in there's, any of you? There's some no-goes. <laughs> yeah. Even if you've always thought, like, she was attractive, you, you just don't do it. Yeah. You, that, you, you just say no. There's times where you just got to say uh, say no unless you really hate your brother and you want to get back at him and your dad and you know i mean you really have to go deep and dark to have that kind of hatred and resentment for somebody that's a yeah that's a hate blank if if i've ever seen one um okay i know we've got a couple more hands let's let's go to whoever's next we've got thomas and then we've got snickers on deck i love it Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're good, Thomas. It's our Friday around here, even though it's not really because we've stacked up our Friday with a bunch of other shit that we weren't going to ever do, but 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 we do it now anyways. Uh, we're good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. So uh, I, I have to go with uh, the fresh fruits and vegetables over the cookie or cookie dough any day. So um, that that's my direction on the cookies um if we can go and look back on the border here real quick if you guys don't mind yeah let's uh, do it so, uh we've got to make some connections here and i i have to go back to my nemesis here in 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 lindsey graham that you know uh that he is once again talking about Zelensky and meeting with meeting with the Zelensky again and pushing more money towards ukraine and you know 
if we take the reported $324 million that is earmarked right now to once again be pushed out to the Ukraine, if we took that money and put it in our border, what are we protecting against? We're protecting against people such as Iran, China, North Korea, Russia, Ukraine, and other nefarious actors outside who are actively engaging and overtaking our borders right now. What are we what are we really defending against? We're defending against another nation's takeover of America. And I think we need to start pushing this more and more. That, you know, this this is called an America first agenda. We need to concentrate on how we are going to defend our borders. How are we going to prop up our nation against these other nations that are actively? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I mean, it, it is such a huge problem, and it's not just the scenes that they show you, right? And we, and we showed clips of earlier. It's 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 everything else that's going on. It's, it's all those things too, <clears throat> to be clear, but it's everything else that's going on. So you've got the fundamental overhaul of our country. You've got all sorts of nasty, bad stuff coming to communities, not just along the Southwest border, but across the entire nation. And you do, you've got all these, they're not even pinpricks anymore. These, these substantial pricks from our enemies who are, who are making impacts. And I promise you folks, it's happening. It, it, they find ways to do it because everyone Everyone plays the game harder than we do in the first place, or they don't. They don't follow the same rules we do. Which is how I should say it. So you've got Iran and and Quds Force, and some of the some of the, Iran is goes hard to the hoop. They don't get the respect that they deserve. Direct military on military conflict, we win. Yes, but they play the game behind the scenes so freaking hard. Russia, China, same thing. So you've got all of those things happening. And it's a hu- it's got a huge, colossal, devastating effect on us. You've got people within our country who want to collapse our system so they can bring in a new system. You've got people overseas who want to collapse our system so they can just take us down a notch. And, and it ends up working very well for all of them and very poorly for all of us. And, and pour, pour, pouring money into that and so many other things would serve us so much better. And, and you bring up America first. I, I was trying to remember the other point you brought, but you bring up America first and and that's so important and i we i just don't get it i and and here's the problem with that too people hear america first make america great again all of those things and most people in this chat room and audience are on board with not only that concept but also who's been talking about that concept with president trump but some people hear those terms and those that that kind of terminology and they run away from it because they're like oh no no that's a trump thing it's like stop it it's not a trump thing it is associated with Trump, yes. It's a, it, the Make America Great Again is a slogan of Trump great. But I don't care whether you like him or not. We need to make America great again, and America has to be first. Put in any, put, replace the name with any person over there. Those things have to be the principles no matter what, because otherwise we're, one, not going to be a country anymore. We're, 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 we're losing that status so damn fast. And two, if you know you we you can't help anyone else that there's a lot of us who do want to do some good for other people around the planet you can't do it until you've got yourself fixed 
You can't fix yourself until you actually are a country and have a border, and then you take care of the issues and the people within said borders. So there's just so much work we have to do there, and it all really comes back down to that. And I love, I love the concept and the terminology of America first. The only thing I hate about it is it's become politicized, and it shouldn't be. It's like, guys, stop. And I'm not, I, again, I'm not talking to you guys here. I'm talking to the, to the masses. It's not a political statement. It is a factual statement. We have to be first or we won't be anything. We will we will be no longer. Right. And you have a lot of people on the left who believe that America is the problem on the world stage. There's a video going around on X with Louis C.K. and he sums it up the best. And he he could be the spokesperson for your typical white liberal guilt shit lib. He talks about how he, he wants this influx of illegals to come into the country because America deserves it. We deserve to be knocked down a bunch of pegs. We deserve all the crime and all the shit that goes with it because these people are fleeing countries that we fucked with in the past and everything, and we're getting our comeuppance right now. And unfortunately, that thought, is a is a pretty entrenched and prevailing thought on the left. They they firmly believe that. So anything that can be done to knock the United States down a bunch of pegs, they're all for, and that's their goal. Unfortunately, I don't see any kind of of reasoning with people like that, or just trying to like shake them to to knock them, you know, knock some sense into them and say no. You know, I, I understand what you're saying. I know where you're coming from, but the total collapse and destruction of a country doesn't help. Yeah, right. It, it's it's it should be common sense. Uh, it's that's not so common anymore. Snickers, let's go to you, my friend. Hi, thanks for letting me speak, James. I'm glad you're still here because I'd like to hear your on this. I took my girl to a. Trump rally yesterday, and I walked in really confused and walked out kind of deflated. He is up against so much. My 15-year-old grandson looked at me, and he says, Grandma, how is he going to be able to get this done? And I just, like, looked at him, like, dumbfounded, 15 years old, and he understood. And I was so pissed off at the people there. It's like no energy. What is it going to take to get people to wake up? and to start realizing what's going on. I just don't understand. I mean, hearing him speak, I, I recommend everybody go to a live, see him in person speak. It's so different than watching it on TV or on your phone. It made me come out with so many questions and realizing just how, you know, he what he's up against. And everybody else that we got out there that they're putting up in his place, I'm sorry. We need Trump in that position because he's shown his strength, and that's the strength we need to try to, you know, recoup some of what's been lost. I know he's not going to be able to get it all done right away, but, you know, I just look at him as the hope of being able to get things back on track in the direction that they need to be. But how do we get these people, you know, out here that say they're Trump supporters, you know, riled up and pissed off enough to, you know, start, this is enough. We're not going to take it no more. I mean, the people out there that were protesting him, 10 people, they had more energy than the Trump supporters in that were packed in that, in that little area that they gave us to stand. I mean, I, any suggestions, because I'm willing to get out there. I've been out there with the flags and I've been out there talking to people. 
I've got a bunch of games handing, talking to people, to, you know, just, just, you know, go listen to him see what he's got to offer, what he's saying. What else can we do? Well, uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I wish I had a book that was a New York Times bestseller that was dictating all those points because we could get some of the new toys that we want around the studio. But um, but I, but it's a great question in terms of motivating people. And it's hard because everyone obviously ticks differently. Here, here's, here's a couple thoughts that popped up, though, that I will say, and I will try and answer as much of it as I can. And then, Tom, you can chime in, too, is... <sighs> It's tough. It's tough getting people motivated because no one no one is motivated until they feel like it hits them. And you know, you you you've got you've got so many people out there who haven't been affected to the extent that all of us have. They have. They have and some of them maybe it's cuz they're well off so they haven't felt the economy as much or maybe you know, the way that they lived their lives before COVID didn't affect them as much, or maybe they didn't, they're not a huge Trump person. So the election, okay, they see some issues with it, but they don't care that much. They just are, you know, they're going about their way. And it, until it hits you, it, it, whatever it is, it could be talking about this issue or anything else. It, it doesn't hit you. And, and that sucks because you don't want to wish negativity or, or bad things to happen to people, but it's like, Oh, something needs to happen to you for you to wake up. And then you will, and then you'll be there, and you'll be like, oh, okay, I see what you were saying. So I think that part of it is waking people up for that. And then I think, you know, what you're doing, it's you shouldn't diminish, and I'm not saying that you were, but, like, diminish what you're doing, showing up. Like, if you're a Trump person, show up. Be there. Poster boards, flyers. Be there. Be excited. Uh, but you, you asked the question, what do we do to get other Trump supporters more energetic? I I would I would pose the question a different way. I would say, yes, that's important. I, I think if you're Trump and and all in on the MAGA crowd um, and the, the MAGA concept, which I'm not saying is bad or good or anything like that. I'm just speaking in generalities here. I, I think that you I think that you, the focus has to be to get non-Trump supporters in, in, interested to go hear him speak to go here to to have conversations about the good things that were done for the country under his four years and not look at what the headlines say not listen to what the folks in the media say i i think it's i think it's a different perspective and i've said that the whole time and it's not popular with everyone and i get that and that's that's okay too but i think if if trump is going to win and get back in one we've got to make sure that our system uh, doesn't take him off the ballot. And I still think that that's a massive concern because it doesn't have to be the entire ballot. It could just be one, two, three, four states and and it's done. Like that 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 is not going to happen. So I think that step one is making sure that doesn't happen. But step two is if you're the Trump campaign, you've got to go out and get new voters. You, you're, you're, maybe the base does need to be energized. I don't, I, I'm, I don't go to rallies or protests for either side. I just, that's just not my, my bag. But if, if if you're going to if you're going to really seal the deal here, and I think you can if you do this, I you, you hit on your policies and how much you crushed it before. Some of the things he's saying right now are are really good. He's he's done a good job on hitting some of his points, other than like the lies. Like we picked on the other day, the lie to Megyn Kelly that was dumb. Shouldn't have done that. But but hit hit those points and you go after the other people. You've got to get new people because the MAGA crowd is going to vote for him no matter what. You've got to get new people to to come on board so i would say it's it's not being 
it's not being overbearing on that stuff, not having six tattoos on your face and saying mega this, mega that, even if that's all you believe, and getting some other people to see through what they're doing to him and how broken our system has become and how he's, well, he might do things differently than some people are comfortable with. He did a hell of a job. And he's a, a hell of a, of a of a choice, and 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 maybe the only choice, like you said. I, I I'm not a hundred percent there, but I'm not a but I'm not also not there. So I I think that the the big step is going to be getting getting other people to realize. Okay, cut the bullshit, drop the emotion. Who fucking cares what Rachel Maddow said or someone on Fox News says? Let's look at brass tacks. Let's look at brass tacks. What was done under that administration? What will be done moving forward? And it won't be all the promises that are being made because no one ever fulfills their campaign promises. He's not immune to that. And, and no one can because the system's so fucked up in, in D.C. that you, it's, it, doesn't, it just can't happen. But I, I, I think that's more the approach that needs to happen, and I'll, I'll let Tom chime in. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with a lot that you're saying. There, there's some people that I've talked to who are just, they're like, I just don't like him. The way that he talks, the way that he presents himself, I don't like that. I don't like him for that. It, it, when you're dealing with people like that, it, it's it's because they they look at words more than they do actions. And that's a really tough obstacle for a lot of people to get over. That's why people leave our show all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the, nobody is perfect. And Donald Trump certainly isn't perfect. But he's a fighter. He's a brawler. And he likes the country. And he wants to see the country succeed. And so you got to go back to when he was, you know, uh, during his administration. And just in, if you're going to engage with people who might be on the fence, just remind him, remind them of all the good that he did when he was in office. And he got so much done, even though that he was being attacked every single day from every possible angle. It's actually truly amazing if you look back on it and think about what the man was able to accomplish with so much going on with all these attacks that were happening to him. It's, I go back to the fact that you know, like moving uh, moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, that was a huge one. Um, you know, making us energy inter independent, that's another huge one. But what I hear from friends of mine who are in the middle or kind of nonplussed about politics and are just like, well, Joe Biden's not that bad. It's like, you got to <laughs> be kidding me, bro. And I was like, how much, you know, look at what, look what you're paying for gas. Well, it's come down, you know, 30 cents. From a record high, a literal <laughs> record high. Yeah. And so you just have to remind people because a lot of people aren't engaged and don't really see it. They just look, they, they look at, politics and they look at news as they do social media something that just sort of passes them by and they they're not engaged and not not everybody is wired to be engaged a lot of people don't have the bandwidth to keep up with what's going on in washington and in their own state in their own city as far as politics goes and i get that you know the, the, it's a lot and it can be very depressing if you follow it the way that we do, you know, day in and day out. It does take a toll. But there's also an upside to it because if you like I said, if you go back to what his accomplishments were, his accomplishments totally outweighed every sort of derogatory thing that you could say about him. Because the most derogatory things that are said about Trump 
are made up by the media. They're false narratives. When Joe Biden keeps saying, I got into this race because Trump said that there were, you know, good people on both sides of this racist hate group, which was not it at all. And that's another one that I think it, it, it bears repeating. Trump said there were good people on both sides of the issue about the statue. That yeah, well, everything that happened in Charlottesville, like just— yeah, it was just it was a, it was it was really a very generic vanilla statement. Right, but he was yeah. t- they t- it was taken out of context. Is is my you know bigger point for this? It was taken out of context because if you read the exact quote and you read it through, he's talking about the statue. He's not talking about the people who are protesting or marching with the torches in Charlottesville. And Joe Biden keeps parroting that lie over and over and over again. And so do the useless, disgusting, demonic, ghoulish scribes in the propagandist media. And it's sickening. So it's, you know, getting back to the original question, it's preparing yourself with that kind of information. So when people do come at you that you're having a discussion with, you have your facts on, on, you know, all squared away and ready to go. Yeah, hundred percent. Good comment, Snickers. Um, appreciate you and appreciate what you're doing. Uh, couch, couch. I've been meaning to get to couch. We've had we've had hands up, which is great. I've been meaning to get to couch. Um, couch had to actually raise his hand, even though most of the time couch doesn't have to raise his hand, but he had to raise his hand. So couch, you're here. Yeah, no, sorry, man. I, I kind of zoned out there. I was eating sushi and watching Hitch. Like you, son people. of a bitch. That sounds so good. Ordering. <laughs> okay. I, you, I just devoured a couple of Philly rolls, and I'm watching Kevin James and Will Smith dance around. So, um, although uh, you know Will Smith is not favored anymore, I you know there's no no chance of uh, Kevin James Goldberg spearing him through a table in this movie. It's like 20 years old now. Do you say? Are you watching Hitch? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it's it's a uh, you know sprucing up on my dating game, you know, rewatching. Hey, Hitch, Eva you know. Mendes is in that. that. She is. Just saying. Um, okay. She is. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a dynamic movie. Uh, you know, especially if you're single, you should definitely watch it. It'll totally uh, give you the do's and don'ts of dating. Yes. No. It's it's wise counsel. It's wise counsel. Um, how I dance at parties for the last twenty years. That movie. <laughs> well you know i mean i i'm not going to be the one to to judge or, or critique your dancing um but do you have something specific or if not i want to ask your question i want to ask your get your feedback on something else yeah, no no man i i was i was just kind of zoned out listening to you guys and devouring sushi so i actually forgot what i was going to ask but uh yeah throw me throw me something i'm good okay so let's talk about this because and we've all talked about this plenty but um, there, there's never been, as we all know, my, my two oldest are, my two youngest aren't in homeschool. There's never been a bigger push and it never been a better time for homeschooling. And by the grace of God, my youngest two just aren't yet in there because the program we put them in doesn't, uh, actually one of them, the programs does take that great. But our schools are, are actually really pretty damn good and love this country and, and have realistic and reasonable values where we are for now. But homeschooling has obviously become a bigger thing. It used to be kind of people would look at it like, this is weird. Like, I don't quite get what you're doing. I don't understand it. And then if you were playing sports, it didn't really work at the time. Now all of that does. It's all gotten better. But I bring it up because, and I, you know, myself, others, we always talk about getting 
your kids out of public schools. We talk about getting out of big cities writ large, and the left will push back on all of those discussion points, saying that we're not, we're not doing all the stuff conservatives are talking about. Here, here's the problem with that, though, is you are. You, you definitely are. We've got you on video telling our kids inappropriate things. We've read the books that you're fighting to keep in our libraries, and we've seen stuff like this that I'm about to show you keep perpetuating. Check. This is a bulletin board in a school hallway. <laughs> that let's just slap that graphic up disco and couches in a space so we can't see it. so i'll read it to you but it's got all the parts of the flag all the parts of the flag so you've got the it's hard to read because it's in their colors um and i'm looking all at the different alphabet mafia flag pansexual lesbian pride bisexual transsexual what is that one transsexual N- no no dem rom dem- demisexual I see no, demisexual. What's left of demisexual? Uh, it looks like aromatic. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know if that's English. No, aromatic is the one to the right. Asexual, gender fluid, agender, non-binary, intersex, gender queer. I'm so confused on what that other one is. It doesn't matter because here's the deal: none of it's reality. None of it's reality because it's just not. That science is science. The way God created us is, is how it is. You can believe what you want, but but it, the, the left continues to push this, and they're okay with it. Be, they're okay believing they're one of the things I just read. They're okay believing they're a fucking unicorn. It doesn't matter. And the left loves it because they want those people to, A, think that they're on their team. We, we got you. We got your back. You, you be a unicorn because they want their votes. But moreover, they want to destroy the nuclear family in in this country. They have to in order to continue pushing ahead with this Marxist revolution that's happening here. Do, uh, this, but this, to me, this is an all-out just assault on who we are as a people. And they won't relent. It's so remarkable how how unwilling they are to relent on this stuff. Yeah, their goal—and I will guarantee you that the teachers that put this up— have no kind of uh, of curriculum or no kind of, of test when it comes to other state flags. I, no, their their students in those schools, if their teachers are doing that, have no clue if you show them a state flag of any other state. But they're going to tell you, you know, what demisexual is. You know, what flag goes with demisexual. But the the objective behind this is to make the to, to make the majority of Americans feel like we're living in an occupied country. They want us to to feel that we're alone and we're being ushered in by these new countries, this new coalition force that has taken over, that has their own flags, that has their own anthems, that has everything that we have and it's about to be replaced. They're going to tell you, oh, that's not happening. You're just a bigot if you think that. But the more that you push for it and the more that it becomes normalized within society the next thing and you know people say oh you're a conspiracy theorist but one of the golden golden caps for the marxist revolution is to get rid of the american flag and we saw what they did with the american flag at the white house when they had the uh, alphabet mafia mafia celebration there with the the tranny who flashed her breasts uh back out on the uh, lawn there which again weren't awful breasts i'm just saying they 
for a dude, not awful breasts. <laughs> but no, it's it's the, it, this is more of a demoralization play for everybody else, and it's forced acceptance. You have to bend the knee. You yeah. have to believe that these are actual sexual orientations. Now, does this sound like a legit sexual orientation? Just let me read you what demisexual is. Demisexual is a sexual orientation. People who identify as demisexual only feel sexual attraction to someone after they formed a strong emotional bond with them. Compared to the general population, most people who are demisexual rarely feel sexual attraction. Some have little to no interest in sexual activity. Okay, so that means that you're kind of, you know, a dork. You know, you it, ain't into that fucking. It's hard, yeah, it's hard for you to like meet people, but you're still attracted to people after you've spent time with them. Yeah. That's pretty much having a relationship. That's exactly what it is. Well, you so okay, so you just read that couch. Let me read this because I, I walked up to the program monitor while I was off camera to see because they were using gray letters. That's what it is. Maybe I'm colorblind. Um, but the other one that I couldn't read was demi demi romantic. Uh tell me if you if you hear any difference in what Tom just read about demisexual and demi romantic, because there seems like a lot of similarities. A demi-romantic person is someone who only develops romantic feelings for another person when they have a strong emotional connection to them. Demi-romantic people can be of any gender or sexual orientation. Again, sounds like a relationship. Isn't all of this stuff just total bullshit? Can't we just move on from this couch? <laughs> well, I mean, the biggest thing is what nobody seems to understand is I don't care whether you're straight, gay, bi, you know, all the above. I, I don't care. No one cares. It's the fact that you're trying to cater and push this shit off onto children. Right. And that's a big issue. You know, we, you, we, it, it's not the drag queen story hours. I don't want regular strippers in there either. You know, I, I don't, you know, I don't want the hunger from down under from Vegas rolling into the classroom. You know, I don't want the bunny ranch rolling in to my kid's classroom. Uh, it, it's not about being gay. It's not about drag. It's about sexualizing anything to children. And that's what they're really trying to do. They're trying to normalize the talk of sexualization to children. That's what this is all about. And the more they normalize it like it's commonplace, the more they can continue to push and, and prey on children across the board. And so that's, you know, that's, that's one of those things where it's just uh, it's ludicrous that this is still going on. But I'll say this. Any teacher, this is my personal opinion, any teacher that has an LGBTQ flag up and not an American flag should be fired in this country. Now, yeah. now I'm going to have a take on this that's going to probably, you know, piss off some conservatives. You know, people, I mean, it's one of those things where, well, it may not piss off conservatives if it were allowed. Now, here's the thing. Can I can I hang a flag with a with a Christian cross on it in my classroom, Drew? Depends no. where you are, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you can't. You know, maybe in a private Christian school, that's about it. Right. So my, my point is, why are they allowed to hang LGBTQ flags, but I can't hang a flag on my beliefs on Christianity? I can't hang a Gadsden flag. I can't hang any flag that means something to me, but yet they can hang the LGBTQ flag and shit all over the American flag. That's the issue that so many people have with this entire movement. Um, no one cares about your sexual preference, your sexual orientation. It's the double standard and the stupidity and the fact that it continues to get crammed and pushed down everyone's throats. That's that's the real issue that's at play here. And um and, and basically, you know, it's a simple it's a simple one sentence. Leave our fucking children alone and I'll yield back. Yeah. Right. No. 
100%. I was just going to say, to Matt's point, you know, why why is it that, you know, this is being forced upon us? And one of the reasons why it's being forced upon us is because of the acceptance of protected classes and hate crimes. Because what you're doing in this instance is you're saying that some people's lives and views are worth more than other people's. So if you were to come in and, like Matt was saying, hang a Christian flag, you couldn't do that. But if I come in and I hang a trans flag in my classroom— and I am in one of these categories, all of a sudden it becomes a hate crime for you to forcibly take, forcibly make me take it down because I am part of this protected class. So as long as we keep dividing people up into protected classes, then all of this is going to keep, uh, keep being forced upon us. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Well, and the, I mean, and that, that, and that's it. I mean, it's, it, 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 there's the segregation aspect of all that. There's, these Democrats have, have long been experts at segregating people into groups, and, and that's it. We're, we're seeing it again right now. Matt, I want to talk about buttholes for a second. Yes. If, if you're okay with it. Um, and, and I say if you're okay with it, it's we're going to do it no matter what. Buttholes, but, balloon knots, cinnamon rings. <laughs> all, the, all those terms. But I was saying earlier, we shared this clip with, uh, with Chad yesterday for Roundup. And I just thought we needed a little butthole action here today, too, um, which sounds like that's not I don't mean it that way. That's not the right way to say it. But we sent this in for chat. It was on Roundup last night. Again, you should stick around for Roundup tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern and then for Colonel Rob Manus at 7 p.m. Eastern. You get the deal. The, the drill. Stay around on, on RVM uh, Network Live over on Rumble or wherever you're watching it, Getter, et cetera. But take a listen to the, do we have the video disco or just the visual? I think this is the video. Okay. Take take a look at this video. If it's not, we'll just talk about it. But let's, let's listen there to this concern tonight about raise, uh, being raised about an AIDS memorial planned for downtown Palm Springs. Right now, the sculpture is planned to look like this. These pictures you're seeing here. Some people don't like it. News Channel 3's Jake Rousey live in studio with more on the controversy and possible changes in response to those concerns. Jake. And John, it is a nine-foot sculpture planned for a Palm Springs park meant to remember lives lost to HIV and AIDS. But the design doesn't resonate with everyone. In fact, some call it inappropriate. And the committee in charge says they are now listening. It's the proposed AIDS memorial sculpture, raising hundreds of thousands of dollars in the community and stirring up controversy over its shape. The round limestone statue with concentric carved circles meant to represent the diverse community impacted by AIDS. <laughs> the round stop it it's a butthole hey who's our gayest reporter let's put him on the story I mean, <laughs> come on you're gonna give people ptsd that's how they got aids you're taking them down a dark journey there we go again lots of puns like this this the, that is the worst design for a statue ever it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> yes. Couch, do you have anything that resembles a butthole other than your butthole in your house? No, I mean, that That looks like, um, you know, I, I don't know what kind of, uh, you know, butthole most people have, but, I mean, that's that's like one that's got a flap. You know, it's, it's strange. It's a strange one. It's a strange one indeed. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 and for, look, I, I'm not, I'm, I honestly, I'm not trying to... <laughs> I'm not trying to hit on people with AIDS. I just, but I don't know, like, if you're making a statue to commemorate AIDS, I don't know what you, I don't know what you go with. I know you don't go with the butthole, 
I'm I'm pretty pretty certain on that one. But wait, what what do you even like? What what are your options? Yeah, it, it reminds a lesion. Me. Like oh. I don't know. I <laughs> I don't. I mean, why, why even the butthole guys, you know, Tom, I mean, what's the, what's the take here on the, but I mean, it's like, Hey, uh, you know, we already know that we piss you off. We're going to make a statue of a ginormous asshole. (laughs) Yeah. And like Drew is saying, you know, one of the ways to contract a HIV is, you know, letting dudes blow loads in your bh <laughs> that's what it is i'm telling you this is a ptsd nightmare maybe that's maybe big pharma's in on this look at all the drugs we could put these people on take them in the vicinity of a butthole and they're gonna think back to getting getting that vi- chad's here let's get chad's way in uh i just i've had a lot of time to uh mustard over this from yesterday's roundup and you researched this heavily right jen i have and 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 for somebody that believes in the bleaching i just don't know why anybody hasn't discussed the the hue of said butthole statue it seems it's been bleached yeah no it's a very it's very pure uh clean yeah i mean tom you you've I'm not saying you've bleached, <laughs> but what's Tom? What's your feedback here, Tom? On, on the statue or bleaching buttholes in just a general practice? Let's go statue. Let's go. Let's go both. Let's go both. It's Thursday. Yeah, I mean that's a very valid point that Chad brings up. You know, it, it could be an ode to you know Edgar Winter and his butthole. You know, being, <laughs> do tell Edgar Winter being one of the famous, most famous. Uh, albino blues guitarist that the united states has ever known so i'm sure that's what they were going for (laughs) when you in your research and your 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 pontificating over this chad did you come come upon this albino musician (laughs) a christmas present okay i just wanted to know if it was the laser or the cream (laughs) (laughs) gotta go laser all the time go laser with the bleaching and also the hair removal it burns (laughs) it burns what are you eating are you are you eating something good at least tom didn't order me any treats today we've got a whole freezer filled with ice cream that's true that's true Drew, you've got to eat all the ice cream before I'll order you chicken wings. <laughs> ah, all right, fair point. Hey, Chad, are we, Chad, are we still on for the uh, for the waxing appointment in two weeks? Me? Yeah, yeah. We're supposed to meet up in Myrtle Beach for a wax. You in on that still? Oh shit. Well, I mean, I'll be stubby because I just did, but yeah, I'm down. Yeah, uh, couples wax. I love it. Who doesn't? Do you guys end up like holding hands at the end of a couple's wax, or is that just for massage? It's, it's a strange place that Chad takes me to because there's a guy uh, from like the Lion King and he's like, oh, you know, it's, it's really weird, you know, but it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting place. You know what? I think what they should do is they should in <clears throat> with this statue is keep the statue because it's already been paid for and commissioned, but just just rechristen it being the, the, the memorial to pink eye and then come up with the new statue for AIDS. But again, that's, uh, that's, I've got a lot of questions. But again, what, what's the appropriate statue for AIDS? Uh, I mean, I, maybe a chastity belt? I don't know. That, yeah. 
but they clearly didn't wear it. So, like, you're I mean, I... How about a reflecting pool? Do we, I mean, does it have yeah, to be Yeah, no, that's, that, that, let's go with that. Like, yeah. I've made some interesting decisions. Now I have... Reflecting I have AIDS. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about it. Wow. And if they want to go real dark, just beneath the surface of the reflecting pool is something that <laughs> it looks like a butthole. But according to commercials... Everybody has AIDS with the amount of HIV pills that are out on the market now. Yeah, well, you could, you could always you could always do the cast of uh, of, of uh, you know Philadelphia with Tom Hanks, you know, and like kind of maybe mold that. So that's your- all. That's my reference. You, uh, I, I, I literally, I don't know much about it. I, I don't, you know, I'm not big into AIDS studying. I just am not. Um, but I picture Philadelphia. Getting super thin, lesions, all sorts of nasty. I mean, it was a rough. It was a rough go. That's by the way. Don't watch that like on a date night. It's not a super uplifting film. It's not going to end. Erin Brockovich got famous too, Drew. Isn't, isn't that the Erin Brockovich one? And how she got famous was it, fighting in that battle. That was water. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I was gonna water. say I think that's water. Yeah, but a good, slightly different. You know, the best movie to see about AIDS is in the band played on because it talks about the genesis of AIDS and how how it jumped from, you know, species to species and then made its way across across the globe and what missteps happened during the early days of it. <laughs> yes. I love instead I just love Second Light over on Rumble. They go from butthole bleaching to eating ice cream. Where am I? <laughs> Welcome to This Is My Show. I don't know either, uh, my friend. We just show up and turn shit on and then go, and then stuff happens. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes I go home with my head held in shame. <laughs> um, but Drew, maybe the statue should be a spoon. Ooh. Hmm. That's not bad, Disco. That's, That's not, not bad. bad. Thomas has got a hand up. Let's get Thomas in here. Maybe we can break this up. I I, I don't think so because okay, we're we're talking about uh, about Palm Springs here. Okay, now this is a a town uh, uh, in California, which back in 1997, we're talking you know 26 years ago now, who Sonny Bono tried to negotiate with the commandant of 29 palms the marine corps base to make it off limits for the marines to go down to palm springs during spring break what are we talking about here we're talking about a a pure corrupt town here you know i mean we're gonna put pictures uh, uh memorials of buttholes in palm springs where the marines go and enjoy their time off uh, it would make more sense near a navy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know where to go with this conversation anymore. Um, Texas Panhandle says, "How about a giant condom for a statue?" But um, yeah, I, I, I just want to add one thing, and I'll yield back. I just, okay. can I just can we all just be in agreement that I don't want to watch anything about documentaries and movies on AIDS? I just don't want to. I don't. Who partakes in that? It's like, I just don't understand who in the hell wants to watch any type of movie or documentary on that subject, period. It's it's got to be people with AIDS. Like, you want to feel connected and understood, right? Like, I was watching something last night. They started talking about Afghanistan. I was like, I get you. Like, we're spirit animals, even though we we weren't. 
uh, may maybe it's the same way. What I found most fascinating about and the band played on is how broken the CDC is and and how just uh, how all this funding that the, the the government throws their way is just how notoriously awful they are when it comes to dealing with any sort of crisis. That's what I found very fascinating about that movie. <laughs> I love that you keep going back to it. It's a good movie. <laughs> I'm I'm looking up something that my beaver just said. Um, okay. You're looking it up. I'm changing the subject here for a second because yeah. I think this is this is one of the most depressing segments I've been a part of talking about AIDS. Uh, but <laughs> everybody has AIDS. Okay, AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. <laughs> keep going, but, Couch. I want to change the subject, and I want to I want to you know why are, we need to be talking about groundbreaking news and subjects right now so i'm throwing the gauntlet out candy corn is it amazing or is it the devil's candy I'd regular candy corn has to be brocks if you're not eating brocks you're trailer trash and so is your candy Correct. <laughs> it has One to be, it has to be brocks and if you're eating something else and you like it i'm totally teasing of course eat what whatever you want put whatever you want in your mouth just understand that you could get aids um but it's got to be, I think it's got to be Brock's candy corn and I'm only original candy corn or I will do the original Brock's also. I hope Brock's doesn't go woke because I love Brock's the, the orange pumpkin. I'll do the pumpkins too. The pumpkin, the pumpkins. It's funny. We just, my uh, nine-year-old was like, Hey, can we get a bag of just the pumpkins? Yes, and you can. We can manage that. And so um, we, in fact, my dad brought a bag. They actually have one that tastes like candy apple now, uh, and Brock's does, and it's it's a pretty amazing little pumpkins, but they taste like candy apple. That's a new one this year, but I'd love to hear people's thoughts. You know, like Tom, Chad, whoever. You know, like what uh, do you guys eat? Candy corn? Is it the devil's candy? I um, eat candy corn. I love candy corn, and I think everyone should love candy corn. Amen. Show. You like candy corn? All right, uh, Thomas, you got your hand up. Chad seems to be scared to answer this question. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I've recently seen a, a uh, I, I guess, a, a um, God, where am I going with this? Candy corn mixed in with bread product. You're going to bake a, a bread with candy corn in it for Halloween. I mean, that that's, it's an interesting conversation. Disavow, Thomas. Disavow. <laughs> yeah, that seems that's I'm not saying you're strange, Thomas. That seems strange. Uh, even to Couch's comment, the, the new flavor of the pumpkin thing. Don't do it. Let's be traditionalists. There's one kind of candy corn, there's one kind of pumpkin. All other all other Halloween slash October candies are in are, are inferior. But what Thomas is saying kind of makes sense. If you've got like gingerbread and put some candy corn in there, I think that would be cool. But do you like fruit are you Delicious. a so you're a fruitcake guy? No, not so much a fruitcake guy. I mean, banana nut bread is about as far as I go when it comes to the fruitcake family. I'd love that. If we could have that with some butter right now, I'd be thrilled. Get Janice on that. These little... Yeah. What, Shel? Let's see, let's see what you got, Chad. I want to hear this. Oh, candy corn? Yeah. Nobody can tell me what that flavor is. Like, you just talked about ginger or apple. Butterscotch. No, it's not butterscotch. Let's go get a fucking Werther's and call it a day. Why do you have to have this sketchy little candy that sticks in your teeth? And I'm real specific about what I put in my my mouth. As yeah, we, we know, know that. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's all about the aftertaste. Make sure you're drinking lemonade. Make sure you have some citrus in your body. All these things are important for aftertaste. And think about it. You have to think all the way through. And I want to go back to the statue for AIDS. I think it should be a monkey with a bat on its arm with, under an umbrella. I mean, a, a rainbow. Sorry. Okay. God. I was I was a little confused on the umbrella, but 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 I was going to go with it either way. I, I liked it either way. Okay. I thought candy corn flavor was just candy corn. No, but you got, I mean, everything has a flavor, right, Disco? You remember the first time you've put anything in your mouth. You remember what it tastes like. Yeah, it's the candy corn flavor. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Candy corn pairs well with cheer wine. That's that seems too sweet. That seems that. like you've got diabetes instantaneously. <laughs> I feel like we're killing our audience. Like, well, let's, let's not kill them. Um, it's actually growing right now with this subject, believe it or not. Um, Drew, I have a question. Can we go back to the first time Disco put something in his mouth and let him reminisce? As long as that, it's not the time that I was there, because I don't want to talk about that. It goes against HR policy. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've actually been, my hands are tied in this situation. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Don't tell them things. that I tied your hands. <laughs> yes, and I won't tell anybody that Disco fell asleep with his mouth open. <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm just going to force it on us. Here we go. That's meme-tastic. We should do that one more time. You know, I give him the power of the button, and then he just forces shit on us. Okay, that that's from last week. Um... We've got some memes. We're going to go through some memes. We can we can inter, intersperse candy corn conversation into this. Um, I didn't see it coming, but it was a delightful little conversation. It was great. I'm I'm going to go home and I'm going to act real disappointed if there's not candy corn there. Like flip stuff over, just super dramatic. Never done that before in my life, but but it might it might be the time. He threw a lamp. My wife's going to be calling Tom and Disco. Like what happened? It's candy corn. It's candy corn. Okay, first meme. What do we have here? Uh, obviously, electric cars, electric vehicles, bullshit climate change, all a big thing. California government recommends purchasing a giant hamster wheel to charge your electric car. We've got a beta male running. It looks like he's wearing yoga pants. And in fairness, he's got a tight little bottom. But he's running on that to charge his Tesla. Good luck. Good luck. It's going to take, take a minute. going to take a minute. This is why young people in America are so confused. We got a picture of Rachel Levine called a woman. Joe Biden called competent. Kamala Harris called African-American. George Floyd called a hero. Bill Gates called a scientist. Michelle Obama called oppressed. I think we could have come up with something better there. AOC as a genius. Greta Thunberg as an expert. Protesters in Minneapolis, mostly peaceful. That could have been Kenosha, too. And then, of course, Elizabeth Warren, who's Native American. Listed there, yeah, no, it's gonna. It is a confusing time, no doubt, for sure. Tom, you just did this. I did. We got a road sign. Traditional green. I'm now leaving California. Welcome to America. Yeah. Come on, and unless you're a communist douchebag, and then stay there. Come on. All right. This one I think is gonna spark the candy corn conversation back. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is from um, I, I forget. I'm, I apologize. I know that someone sent this in via email. It's pumpkin spice season. It is. It's Tom brought in pumpkin spice donuts yesterday, and oh, that reminds me. I've got to show you something that you're gonna you're gonna thank me. 
You're going to thank me, Tom Cunningham. Um, but we've got John Fetterman now as a pumpkin. He's got both the big pumpkin as his head, all orange, but also the special pumpkin that grows on his neck as a smaller pumpkin. It's pretty good. The new John Fetterman doesn't have that lump. No, the new John Fetterman doesn't look anything like John <laughs> Fetterman, which is which is something that somehow no one's talking about. But we digress. Um, watching season three of Build Back Better, if it was a show, you just got a dumpster fire going through a, a I guess, a flood. Yeah. Okay. What else we got, Disco? Just keep firing him in here. Missing on a tree. Self handmade poster. F 35B Lightning 2, last seen Charleston, South Carolina, 917 23. Obviously, it's been found now. By the way, we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. can, can we can we can we just take a minute and and we'll get back to the memes here in a second. No one's talking about this story. Big deal. $80 million, $80 million plane goes missing. Right. With state-of-the-art tracking devices on it. And then we come to find out that the the pilot went ahead and just ejected because of bad weather. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? What the hell is happening? And nobody's questioning that. So he spent eighty million dollars. You're going to tell me the government spent eighty million dollars to build a plane that can't fly in the rain and can't avoid some kind of you know thunder thunderstorm. It, it, it doesn't make sense. And as, as I posted last night, you know, if that's what the pilot, thank God this pilot wasn't a commercial airline pilot <laughs> who's flying into a storm. Oh, shit. I'm out, bitches. Good luck. I'll see you on the ground. Yeah, folks, we're coming in. Uh, <laughs> this is getting a little rough here. And then just popping smoke and out of here. No, it's, it's absolutely ludicrous, that whole story. And, and you know, we, we landed on the fact that we'll never know. Because that's the state of, of things in America today. But uh, all right, Nes- uh, <laughs> how about I called you Nesco? Disco. Next meme. We got a picture of the house chamber. I'm going to tell my kids this was Epstein's client list. That's <laughs> <laughs> the true story. That's pretty much that. There's so much truth to that. It's ridiculous. Remember when Colin Kaepernick found out he wasn't going to win the quarter, the, the starting quarterback job and then worked with his agent and others to find a way to make money, which is what happened. And people have said that behind the scenes. So if you think I'm rambling, I'm not. That's what happened. It's not actually about him caring about anything. Well, he took a knee, right? And he put on those stupid-ass socks and stupid shirts during practice and just decided to go into activism. Well, he's still kneeling as this meme indicates still waiting for a job and he's gone full (laughs) i don't even know how to describe that appropriately um african boy malnourished distended stomach yeah it's not good it's not it's it's not a great look all right we've got a gurney on the back of a pickup truck when the ambulance charges you two thousand dollars but the tow truck only charges you 80 that's clever that's innovative. You know, Bidenomics isn't working. Your spouse, your loved one, significant other, friend, teammate, whatever, you know, think about calling Mike's tow service. <laughs> they can get you there. Oh, you know, speaking of tow services, real quick, I worked on a show. It was a, a car show, and we had a record service, the tow truck company, and the name of the tow truck company was called Hookers. <laughs> and, the, and their slogan was, "You." What is it, what, uh, the slogan was, you blow them, we tow them. <laughs> <laughs> 
gosh this show just goes more sideways by the day i love it um you blow them we tell them we got jim um yeah yeah is jim in the office john krasinski in real life if you manage to lose an 80 million dollar fighter jet on the top board dot 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 you don't get to go lecture anyone about responsible gun ownership that's true that's true. Not really necessarily funny, just just a true statement. I, I sent this one in just for you, Drew. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shopping cart wheels be like, this is just, you're, you're a horrible person. We've got three pictures, four pictures, a quad of pictures. Three of them are David Lee Roth, and then one of Sammy Hagar. And it's, they've chosen a very poor picture of Sammy Hagar. You're such a, you're, you know, <laughs> again, I remind you the, the creators of the band wanted Sammy Hagar before they wanted David Lee. They settled on David Lee Roth until they could get Sammy Hagar. Just a little, it's a little nugget of truth for you. Here's a young woman in a flannel shirt in the woods. I pick fresh vegetables every day. I feed them to my fig and he, my fig, my pig, and he converts them. To, he could fig me like us. Uh, let's not go there. I feed them to my pig and he converts them into bacon. She's adorable. And if she really loves bacon that much, I love her. Yes. Again, you know, not necessarily hilarious, but just true. Who sent this one? What's this? I did. You did? Yeah. Go ahead, Tom. It, it's a guy with. Purple hair, probably non-binary. Uh, he's got a tattoo of the hammer and sickle, and there's people lined up against a wall, and he's turning back, and he's saying to the soldier, but I'm one of you. And it's the trap that all these leftists all are falling into. Yep. And if this, if things go the way that they are, they're going to be the first ones who are rounded up, just like they did during the Maoist revolution in China. It was the people who were the asexuals that you know were the. It was the women in the in the Maoist revolution, the the hardcore Maoist females who were the ones who fired the first shots who had bought into that ideology and of course they were rounded up and disposed of <laughs> been warned <laughs> you've been warned how many we got disco this is the last one right here this is the last one then we go to the post-show press conference brought to you by colon sport uh is it it's just a picture of a dude what do you need rights for are you up to something? <laughs> Leftist proverb. That's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good uh, question. Okay, folks, reminder, tomorrow is Coin Club. It is Friday. That means 11 a.m. Eastern for Coin Club members. We will be here in studio. We will be having a good old time getting into an hour's worth of conversation, some stories. We'll get into stuff with you as well. So you sign up if you're not already a member at DB Coin Club. DB for Drew Berquist Coin Club. DBCoinClub.com. Veterans, first responders, you get 30% off. Annual members, you get a challenge coin. Some challenge coins went out to some folks today. Um, so sign up. Come on over. You go to dbcoinclub.com to watch as well. It's all over on Red Voice Media. That's just the link that leads you to that particular landing page. So come have some extra fun with us throughout the week. You get entered into contest as well. People get cash sent their way. All sorts of fun goodies uh, come your way. So, so check it out. Make sure you sign up. Also, make sure you stick around after the post-show press conference and whatever absurdities are about to come my way in that for RVM Roundup with Chad Caton. Going to be great. He's got his internet back. It's going to be good. You got Colonel Rob Manus after that, and then uh, a great slew of, of weekend content that's coming your way on the RVM network. So stick around for all of that. 
Make sure you set your calendars for all of that. Come for Coin Club tomorrow, and we'll look forward to seeing you over in uh, the post-show press conference now. Have a great weekend. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sports, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. All right, let's do it. We got mics missing over here and all sorts of stuff. It's uh. It's a different setup today, but fun show, fun uh, way to wrap up Thursday and, and the week for sure. Um, definitely went off the rails. I feel like if anyone's come into the show for the first time yesterday, maybe Tuesday, maybe all week, certainly certainly Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of this week, uh, they got a little different variety of the show, maybe a little more than they bargained for, maybe exactly what they bargained for. Maybe it's exactly what they wanted, but um, it's been a fun week for sure. Looking forward to Coin Club tomorrow. Um, lots of crazy stuff going on in the world, and, and hopefully we, we brought some fun and, and some laughs and some good conversation uh, for you guys. It was great to have the engagement, uh, as always, in X-Space. Great to have the chat going and, and all the different platforms. So appreciate you. Appreciate you more than, than you, you even know. And uh, with that, I'll take we, – we probably got time for three or so questions here. Let's take one. Vladimir Moskovskaya Russian Standard. Hey, Vladimir. A, a question about Halloween in the candy you were talking about. Yeah. Because in Russia, you go, you trick or treat, you get your candy. Yes, we do get to celebrate Halloween, but then we have to turn in candy to the government. So can you describe to me what this candy corn tastes like? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's so it's. Yes, I um, it's I, I actually I don't know that I can. It's it's just a sugary sweet. Um, the texture's hard to describe too. It's just kind of something you've got to try for yourself, Vladimir. Is it on the cob or? It's not on the no. It's not on the cob. It's it's just a boil it in water. You don't boil it. No, it's an artificial candy made up of all sorts you know all sorts of artificial sugars and colors and dyes. It's absolutely horrible for you, but it's delightful. And I wouldn't consider it to be clear. We didn't talk about this on the show. I wouldn't consider candy corn to be a Halloween candy. Candy corn is a fall candy. So I don't know how you guys do it in Russia, but it is a fall candy, as are the pumpkins and, and a couple other things that go along with it. On Halloween night, you got, and it's funny because I've got a similar tax in my house uh, to what you guys have in Russia, according to what you're saying there. Because the kids will go out, they'll get all their stuff, they'll go to bed, and then I'll take the, the, the daddy and mommy tax, and, and, and we take our cut for sure. But that's a spattering of stuff, and, and you don't want, by the way, you don't want candy corn in your, your Halloween bag or any loose candies like that. You want wrapped candies, right? Um, so very different. But I, I don't know the best way to describe it. Everyone had trouble describing it today uh, on the show as well, but it's very, very sweet, but it is very good, and it's got to be Brock's. Next question. Now, now, in the gulag, they play hide the pumpkin. I'll tell you about that later. Well, now you've said it. I kind of want to know what hide the pumpkin is. Do you? Well, you have to find the cellmate that has hid the pumpkin inside himself. Oh. Oh, that's okay. Let's do go to the next question over here. Good afternoon, Drew. Myers Graham Bowie, Gold Coast Gazette, and you, you know the 
candy corn. When I was a young boy, we had candy corns. We had gumdrops. Didn't care for the green gumdrops too much. And the purple ones you might thought were grape, but they were actually black licorice, kind of like yeah. the the chuckles. The the what? You know, the chuckles. The the candy. It's like a gumdrop. The chuckles candy. It, it's a gummy candy that, that comes in a little packet, and it's got... The green is lime, the red is cherry, but the purple one that you would think is grape is actually black licorice. Okay, that sounds vaguely familiar to me. Uh, And I always hate that, by the way, Myers. I hate being tricked with black licorice. I don't want black licorice in my mouth. Yeah, you know, you got to have a taste for the uh, black licorice. And, you know, in licorice in general, I, you know, enjoy. And when I was a kid, you could get, you know, five, six, ten pieces of, you know, the red licorice for a nickel. And then you take your other nickel and you go into the movie theater and you could stay there all day because they had movies like Woody Woodpecker. That was a cartoon. And the woodpecker would get into all kinds of adventures. It was such a good show. But my question, Thank Drew, you. Thank you. Yeah. has to do with the, the flags that were in the school schoolroom. And I, I'm kind of confused by what those flags represent. Can you kind of help me out? And why are these new flags being introduced? And Because when I was in school, you know, you just had the American flag. You came in, you said the Pledge of Allegiance, and if you acted up, the teacher would put a dunce cap on you and you'd sit in the corner. Oh, yeah. Times have changed, haven't they, Myers? They sure have. Um, I wasn't a part of the dunce cap era, uh, but certainly— People loving the flag, respecting the flag, saying the Pledge of Allegiance, maybe some paddles or belts. But the, um, the yeah, look, I, I think that there's no easy way to describe all of them. I don't know what they were. There's some of them that I didn't know about today as we were talking about that story. Well, are they cities or something? They're not. They're not city. Well, unless someone's, you know, uh, unless someone considers themselves to be a city, which in this day and age is something that's possible. Um, but uh, no, they're not. They're 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 just simply an identification or a way of identifying yourself and how you identify yourself to others. Most of which is is absolute just made up nonsense. Um, and it's it's really really a, a troubling state that we're in as a country that we have so many people who, you know, not only identify with a flag different than the American flag, which is just be, should be what everyone rallies around. This is a simple concept, right? This simple concept, you can you can believe what you want to believe, love who you love, do what you do, do who you know, do it to whoever you want to do it to uh, within the confines of the law, of course. But <clears throat> but it's got to be about America, and it's not. And and we've we've become so tribal, and we've become so uh, broken, and 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 we're we're losing this cultural war so badly now that it's not just one flag for the alphabet soup. It's it's all of these flags, and, and they're making up new ones by the day. And no one truly knows what they mean, but I'll, I'll tell you this, Myers. Don't ask uh, what they mean or don't judge them in public because you will be ridiculed to death, my friend. It's crazy how committed they are to these, these fantasies that they've created for themselves. Uh, one last question. Hey, it's, T- it's Teddy Tankeray from Teddy Talks. 
Hey, Teddy. Thank you so much for letting me be back here again. I mean, that being away for so long just it scared me. I thought you hated me, but you know, I'm thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, no need to be emotional. We're glad you're here. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, holidays are coming up. I'm so excited because now I get to watch Die Hard starting in December, and you know, I watch all of them every single, like, you know, every four or five days, I start them back over and over and over again, you know. So, you know, it's going to be awesome. But yesterday, Nancy was trying to kiss me. It was really weird. But she's got soft hands. Really? Yeah, I don't I, know. Like, the softest, you, you got to you gotta let her touch your face. At I'm least not, No, I'm not going to do that. I will, so I will do Die Hard like we do every, every Christmas in the family. We just do them once. We don't do them every four to five days. I know you're big into to movies and shows and entertainment, but uh, I definitely won't be letting Nancy touch my, my face. Well, I mean, well, Nancy doesn't think it's a Christmas movie. This is where I just wanted to go. Like she's more, more of a communist than we think. Yeah. That's. Uh, not... uh, uh, Nancy, uh, Sonoma, uh, 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 Harry Truman. Uh, uh drop the bomb. Uh, uh, um, right there, you got a cold, Nancy? No, uh, cocaine. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so, okay. I, I don't want to be rude, but but, but we've got let's take uh, the mic from Nancy. No, we, no, gotta, I, I've got talking, go. talking, 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 no talking, one, no talking, talking to hear that. Talking, talking. Tucker Carlson loves me. Oh boy, what a show. Fucking buttholes and ice cream. <laughs> I tell you, if my in laws, every once in a while my father in law would watch, I guarantee you he doesn't. Just like Drew has just Hot jumped the shark. He's gone off. The You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com. Now, back to the fucking. All right. How much is one laptop? He's come back again? Yeah, he wants to know. What we were doing. <laughs> Fire. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone, with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing. Do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.
Welcome to RVM Roundup.